I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. Today, we're going to have a bit of a run through the Darwin Awards. Yeah. Which, uh, you haven't heard of them, they're awards given out for excellence in stupidity, effectively. Yeah. Um, but we will get to that. First, we're going to do some weird news, as is the way we always do on this show. As with your first listen, um, stick around, it's funny. Yay. Um, we'll take about half an hour on this or so until one of us needs a, a wee and then we'll <laughs> we'll carry on. Are we doing it PG this week or something? You, no, you just said up. we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thought I'd mix it up. <laughs> oh, you're pissed. You rebel. <laughs> you. you rebel. Yeah. You. <laughs> Don't even stay or do we? I like stay or piss. Nothing's worse than that. <laughs> Let's do this. Except for making bombs, I imagine. Yeah, that's kind of worse, I guess. <laughs> You can always tell a bomb maker by the fact he's missing fingers. Hey. Do you know anyone missing fingers? <laughs> no. I do actually, but he works in a sawmill, so I think he's got an alibi. <laughs> that's a real that's a real thing. And I'm only let I do a delivery there and I'm led to assume that he lost his finger at the place he works. Would you continue working at a no. place that took your finger from you? No. Neither would I. No. Burn it to the ground with my payout money. <laughs> I'd use it to burn it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, should we do the news? Yes. News on. <laughs> Man, 75, uses homemade pump to spray his poo through friend's letterbox. <laughs> Legend. Uh, he travelled 200 miles for that. What? That's not a neighbour. <laughs> oh, well, friend, it said friend, not neighbour. Well, this wow. is, he was his friend. Former friend, I'm Former guessing. friend. Holy moly. A pensioner stored his own poo in a container for two months before shoving it to a friend's letterbox in a bitter dispute. <laughs> Jeffrey Holroyd Doveton, 75, used a homemade pump to spray the excrement into Donald Wick's home as a disgusting act of revenge. Homemade <laughs> pump? Surely we need just to buy one of those fucking He's a pensioner. spray yeah, things. Spray. Yeah, but they were crap that get clogged up with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> they always get clogged up. What are you spraying through? He's like the MacGyver of shit sprayers. It's, it's that generation, guys. Make do, <laughs> make do and mend. <laughs> I'm going to pump, I'll make one. That's that generation. They didn't go, oh, I'm going to buy one. No, no. He's a pensioner. He's has got no fucking money. He's travelled wow. 200 miles. just make like shit through someone's neck. the train. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay. Actually, dropped, yeah, uh, the former mates had fallen out as Holroyd Dufton thought Mr. Wicks had contributed to his recent divorce and, quote, ruined his life, a court heard. It's always a woman. Yeah. yeah. Two men have a fallout this serious that ends in shit spreading. <laughs> Literal <laughs> shit spreading. <laughs> it's always romance involved. Uh, but the OAP travelled more than 160 miles from Rotherham, South Yorkshire, to Mr. Wicks' house in Braintree, Essex. With poo he had stored for two months and splattered it into the home, wow. it caused four thousand pounds worth of. Oh damage. no! There's a picture. All oh, those pictures. All oh, those pictures. <laughs> Two-month-old old man feces. Oh god! Oh. It really did spray. Wow. Wow. I'm appalled and impressed. Yeah. I'm horrified. Anything? So, oh man, that bastard took my wife. What can I do to get him back? 
Maybe if I shit in this Tupperware box for a couple of months and store it, I could not together some kind of pump and spray. Just go round and fucking smack him. Yeah. I think the moral of the story is that yeah, no matter what you do, it's not going to get... If she's divorced you, she's not coming back. Let it go. But I think it says here, the pensioner was given a two-month suspended sentence today at Ipswich Magistrates Court after admitting criminal damage. He would also have to complete 80 hours unpaid work. I bet he's happy. I think I he's got happy, off yeah. light. Yeah. Suspended sentence. He's not going to see the inside of a cell as long as he behaves no. himself. 80 hours unpaid work, two weeks, two full working weeks, 40 yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah. He's going to miss out on his ass off, and he probably. I got that twat. He's yeah. thinking. Unless Fuck he you, to pay four the... grand it cost you. Unless he had to pay the four thousand. Oh, he might have had to pay that, but I don't know. Well, uh, should we carry on? I don't know. It's, um, yeah. The um... chairman. Oh, what did that say? Oh no, the poo ruined the carpet stairs and walls. Chairman of the bench, Michael Cadman, called it a pretty horrific offence. He added, it's almost as bad as I have seen in 30 years as a magistrate. Well, I wouldn't know what the worst one was. <laughs> no shit, shit up. Wow. Um, yeah, Lesla Smith, prosecuting, said that Holroyd Doveton had planned the act for some time. He pooed into the container <laughs> two months prior to the offence and then created a pump with which to spray the faeces. Mr Wicks, who was on holiday with his wife at the time of the offence, I wonder if that's uh, old... Dufton's ex-wife, yeah. maybe it could be, described it as despicable and disgusting, and it said it had left him anxious and unable to sleep. That's probably because of the smell, man. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say that not being able to sleep and anxiety—that's the least of your concerns. How about shitting your socks? Yeah. Well, no, it's, they yeah. spent they spent four grand cleaning it up. Well, I don't think they cleaned it. I think they stripped the walls. I think they decontaminated the entire house. They paid someone to do it, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, fresh cleaners. Yeah. Men in suits coming in. Yeah. But I wouldn't even clean. I would maybe they probably ripped the carpets up and mm. replaced them, mm-hmm. stripped the paint off the walls, repainted yeah. it, just to really cleanse yourself of a man's two months worth of poop <laughs> pressure sprayed yeah. into your home. Wow. Never fuck with a pensioner's marriage is what I, I yeah. learned learning from this story. Oh, he'll drive two hundred miles. He'll no. He'll shit in a container for two months. Yeah. Construct a device, design and construct a device and drive 200 miles to ruin your home. Yeah, that's impressive. It I, really is. I actually. admire his commitment. Me too. I think he's a disgusting weirdo, but... Cause, I mean, it's over a divorce. It's not really as if this guy didn't shag his wife or anything. I think this might be a bit... It's a bit overkill, maybe. I don't know. What's his evidence for this guy well, contributing to the divorce? We don't know. They can't have been very good mates because they live 160 miles apart. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, I mean, unless he's he was shagging, he come up for a visit and shagged his wife. Could well, have been. Something went on for him to uh, to think, I'm going to... Because like you said, why not just go put one on, like go and punch the guy in the head and feel better about yeah. it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe he's a big dude and, well, he's 75, do you want to be yeah, punching all, people? Yeah, but they're all fucking saying? war veterans, aren't they? That's the thing. That's they're very all, true. All, they've all done time in national <laughs> service, the very, very least, true. so... I haven't seen a picture of this man and I know he could beat me in a fight. <laughs> 75 or not, I know he's he could throw a better left hook than me, so I'm not fighting him. And he might chuck me in the shit tank. <laughs> he, might, yeah, he might have his own shit tank, you don't know. Uh, wow. So, that's fantastic. Yeah. Thought you'd enjoy that. I think yeah. he got off uh, very lightly, to be honest. Yeah. I think he'd be happy with the outcome. Yeah. yeah, he's got his revenge and a bit of a slap on the wrist. Yeah. And he's not going to see Bloody the inside British himself. justice system, eh? That's <sighs> <sighs> only bit of shit, though, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. <laughs> Imagine if Ben just 
did a fucking steamer in the corner of this living room now and then just said to you, I tell you shit, mate. Yeah, what does it mean I'd say again. <laughs> what does it mean it's doing it? Well, I don't want to shit in the corner. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's hypothetical. <laughs> uh, we do love a good scenario. <laughs> Yeah, whenever we do a hypothetical one about me, it always ends in mass murder and like chaos. I suppose yeah, shit on the floor is tragedy. Like, that's be how it damaged your psyche. Isn't it? <laughs> 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 the drugs have took the toll over the years. Oh, there's definitely. I do imagine my brain looks like a piece of Swiss cheese. To be honest with you, like, there's probably holes in there. Well, uh, you know. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is the um, story of the Louisiana televan- televangelist who seeks 54 million That's for a private jet so he can avoid demons who infest commercial flights. What a fucking cunt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a Louisiana televangelist is asking his followers to help him raise tens of millions of dollars so he can buy a new private jet. The New Orleans Times, I'm not even going to say the yeah. end of that, reports that Pastor Jesse Duplantis, that's a very New Orleans name, though, isn't it? <laughs> Duplantis. Who two years ago made headlines by claiming that aborted babies would all be resurrected and sent to heaven via the rapture, is asking God, asking people to donate money to help him secure a private jet that he says will be used to spread God's word more efficiently than by taking commercial flights. Well, there's more people on commercial flights who can talk to people during the flight and spread the word. Oh, God, imagine being stuck next to him for a fucking eight-hour <laughs> flight, though. Oh, you'd end up just fucking smacking could him. I, could I read the next quote yeah. from, from the pastor? Mm. I really believe that if the Lord Jesus Christ was physically on the earth today, he wouldn't be riding a donkey. Oh, fuck you, man. What does that even mean? We'd probably have a car. Well, at least. <laughs> he'd have a driver, probably, wouldn't he? But... <laughs> you're not Jesus, pushing on yourself for Jesus' driver here. Oh, fuck that. He'd <laughs> oh, walk yeah. everywhere, surely. Uh, <laughs> well, you could walk across water for a fucking yeah. start. Uh, <laughs> the seeing only was your problem. Uh, I'd park the car on a hill and not put the handbrake on and just get out. Yeah, be back See in you in three days. Yeah. I've never been a very good employee, to be honest. <laughs> but my <laughs> point is, who the f- This bloke's not Jesus. You're not Jesus. Okay, let's say Jesus was around today and he was... <laughs> A limousine riding, jet plane flying, you know, let's say he was a player, not riding a donkey, let's say he was, you know... But it goes against everything Jesus stood for. <laughs> it doesn't mean this guy, though, does it? Why does this guy need a plane? Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Fuck you, you're not Jesus. He said he wouldn't ride a donkey, he said he'd be in a, in a private jet flying over the world. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> With loads of hookers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, just flipping money at the camera. Doing coke. <laughs> He's doing the poor people, the lepers. He's doing coke off a hooker's tits on his <laughs> private jet. I mean, <laughs> that's a Jesus I can really get behind. Hashtag rapture, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Unless he, out smoke <laughs> rings. Unless he came down with a bunch of dreads. Fucking rap songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably is black. Well, yeah. yeah. You know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow, so what else is this mother flubber saying, Burn? The jet that Duplantis has his eyes on is the Dassault Falcon 7X, a three-engine jet that has an estimated net worth of $54 million. I want you to believe in me for a Falcon 7X, he told his followers, <laughs> in a fundraising pitch. Pray about becoming a partner to it. Wow. 
That's not very Christian, is it? No. Said, you missed the best bit. The, the Times notes that Duplantis has been complaining about the burdens of relying on commercial airlines for years now. And in 2015, he even said commercial flights were infested by a bunch of demons who were hindering his work of spreading the gospel. I'll right. tell you what. So he thinks us, us fucking normies mm. are fucking demons. That's what he thinks now, of us. What it is, is he's been on a commercial jet before mm. and he's tried to fucking preach to someone next to him and they've gone, oh, shut the fuck up, mate. <laughs> yeah. Right? i got eight hours of fucking watching shit films. Right? Yeah. So he's... Uh, uh. And so if you... So therefore, if you're not believing what he's saying, you're a demon. Mm-hmm. You're either with him or against him, aren't you? They mm-hmm. Sith-like. Well, that's how it works with these Christians. And we all know only a Sith deals in absolutes. Exactly. These Christians are very absolute aren't they? Do you think they're all Siths? Yeah. Wow. I do. Does that make the Pope like it. Darth Plagueis? Yeah. Wow. He looks like one of them old fucking... He does movies. look a bit sith Lord. The really? old Pope did. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Well, they all kind of do. What was his name? The Nazi one? Oh, Benedict. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, he was. He was in the Hitler Youth as a kid. Mm. Right. <laughs> but he has a direct line to God. He talks to him all the time. Allegedly. And God never brings up all that nasty Nazi stuff. Well, in all, in all fairness, you know, everyone in Germany at that time would have been in the Hitler Youth if you were a kid. It oh, wasn't okay. like a, a voluntary thing. He was like, ah. here you go. It's like the Boy Scouts. Kind of, here you go. You're in the Hitler Youth. Here's your uniform. <laughs> Go and do some route marches and fire a rifle. I got One day my racism badge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. And when, of course, when Germany's getting invaded, here's, a, here's an anti-tank weapon. Go, go and destroy a Soviet tank, but I'm only 11. Yeah, go for it anyway. Fuck it. There's no one else, mate. <laughs> They're all dead. It's <laughs> <coughs> well, true, yeah. I think this preacher's a bit of a prick. The ball's on this fella. The yeah. audacity. But he can't see what a hypocrite he's been, even though he's claiming to be such a holy man. Yeah. And he can't see what a hypocrite he's been. I and mean, he's probably a fucking multimillionaire anyway. He could probably afford that in his own pocket if he wanted to. Yeah. Why would he get someone else to pay for it? And they're all happy just to hand over the fucking money. Charlatans, mate. That's what they are. Yep. Snake oil salesman. Yep. So let's do the next one, then. Archaeologists uncover remains of man crushed as he fled Pompeii. Now, this is a bit of a visual thing. You've got to see the picture. Okay. Right. But it's worth it. Um, a man managed to escape the first eruptive fury of Vesuvius in AD 79, only to be I crushed beneath a block <laughs> of stone hurled by an explosive volcanic cloud. Wow. Archaeologists working at the ancient Roman city of Pompeii, Italy, found the man's remains almost 2,000 years later after he died. Stunning pictures from the scene show a skeleton pinned beneath the stone. The impact crushed the top of the man's body. His head might still be buried under the block of stone. Wow. Sadly, he had um, some bone infection and it hampered his efforts to escape. He probably got out of his fucking sick bed and stumbled to the streets Limping in absolute agony. Only, to, only for a fucking giant bit of rock to come flying behind him and just crush his upper body to the ground. Can you tell from the picture, Is he? did it hit him in the face or the back of the head? It's the back of the head. Oh, so man. I think there is a picture if we go down. At least he didn't see it coming. Though. That's it, but he's... I'm making it, I'm making it. <laughs> oh. nah, he wouldn't have known it. If it was coming towards him, he would have been like, that's getting closer. <laughs> oh, look at that. I think, that might hit me. <laughs> oh. No, yeah. that's not a good way to go. Well, it would have been quick. I hope. It's quite, Instant. The, I think the picture's quite cartoony. I can't see one, man. Oh, well, yeah, man. I saw it earlier. I just that. It is literally yeah. a skeleton with a rock where its head should yeah. be. <laughs> a giant it piece of It does look rock. like something from a, a Tom and Jerry cartoon <laughs> or something like that. 
Uh, but I just thought it was humorous. I just felt sorry for him, so I thought he was worth a place on this week's. <laughs> well, that that does kind of fit in with the, this week's subject, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. Ridiculous deaths. Mm. God bless him. Poor mm. fella. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I do think it's great how that entire city is... Um, just perfectly preserved though. Just mm. have a stroll around and. Apparently, my Italian friend's uh, been there, and she reports that it's beautiful, but eerie, and sort of quite a deep experience to go there. I bet. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, but is it? I don't know if it's it's fake. You never know with today's technology, photoshopping and that. But somebody shared a picture. Apparently, there is there a man masturbating. That's yes. all I thought Ben was going to yeah, show, yeah. and I said I'd seen it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think we've had that before as weird news. Yeah, because that yeah. would have been me. Yeah, <laughs> cracking a quick and one off before your house films think and that man, various gas. That unknown man who will never, ever, ever be able to identify is one of the heroes of, of history. <laughs> because that man looked and contemplated the fact, you know, imagine you can see the lava wave and the smoke coming from the distance. You know, everyone's dying, you're fucked, and he decided, well... I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a smile. <laughs> he sat down <laughs> and he fucking freaked one out. Yeah. And, yes. uh, and was preserved in all t- for all time for us all to yeah. laugh. When the nuclear bomb goes, I'll be stood in front of a wall with a baguette between my legs. <laughs> <laughs> so the radiation and the blast blasts me against the wall, it'll look like I've got a 10 inch, 20 inch <laughs> So at least future generations are going to say, what? we don't know who this guy is. Where did My God, he was from? I've robbed him from somewhere. I've robbed him from somewhere. I don't think where. We've been sitting contemplating. Oh, <laughs> 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 Frankie Boyle joke. <laughs> oh, God, he's dying me. again. Excuse me, I'm dying on air. But wow. But nobody will know it's you. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you Fuck. wasted your last minutes desperately trying to find a baguette. Oh, <laughs> I'll sign my name on the wall then. <laughs> no, carve your name into the baguette. Oh, no, because then it'll look like you've carved your name into your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, that is a way to be remembered, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Remember, we're all going to think positive. The nukes aren't coming. Wait till you see threads. Oh. I don't, uh, I'm not looking forward to watching <laughs> that movie. Uh, well, the next episode. That's a future episode, yeah. yeah. So, is there any more news or are we. Uh... No, that's it for now. No, yeah, we actually through that quite quick this week. That's some more later. Yeah, have a bit more. Have we got Reggae Box? Yes, mm. the Reggae Box. Bring on the Reggae Box. I will uh, play the Reggae Box theme song. If we should maybe just give a brief explanation. Ben hates reggae. So the reggae box is where Ben puts the things he hates and they fuck off into the eternity of hatred. A bit like Room 101, but we invented it. Yeah. So, (laughs) here we go. I saw you with the box. What was in the box? Because I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, David. It seems that envy is my sin. Oh, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? He just told you. You lied! What is in the reggae box, Ben? And in the reggae box this week... Yep. Is the um, I'm sure you two are going to chime in and add your two pence worth because I know you're as pissed off about it as I am. Yeah. Is the campaign to free Tommy Robson, noted football hooligan, wife beater, racist, 
I don't think I'm going too far by saying racist, am I? No. <laughs> no. Um, Founder of the EDL. Founder of the English Defence League, which was basically a bunch of football hooligans who thought, we shouldn't fight each other anymore, we should fight brown people. Yeah. That's pretty much why they formed, apparently. Yeah. And if you can go on YouTube and see those fucking Neanderthals walking down the street waving their St. George crosses, singing Muslim, anti-Muslim chants and God Save the Queen, although I'm sure the Queen's looking at it going, oh, God, look at them. <laughs> So, should we just give a bit of... Mm. Tommy Robinson, the leader of the EDL, was... Um, well, he's not leader anymore. Oh, he's former leader of the EDL, but um, he claims to be a political campaigner. Um, Against Muslims, mainly. Basically, yeah, he's one of those Britain First type people. Um, and uh, he's already... I call it unlicensed, but that's the um, slang term. What's it? Suspended sentence. Yes. So, he's been charged and was on a suspended sentence for breach of... Um, um, contempt of court, which is essentially a law put in place to stop journalists reporting on cases as they're happening in case it influences the jury. Because if the yeah. jury's influenced, the entire case is compromised. Of course. So he's already done a bit of this by reporting on stuff that the rest of the media is banned from doing so. But because he's not official, he's not an actual journalist, he's not a professional, he's a fucking cunt. He's going to say cunt, really. Yeah. A silly little cunt. He decided to go to a court where there was a court case happening while he was on suspended sentence for this very crime and then proceeded to commit the same crime. Yeah. He Facebook lived and started talking directly about the trial that was happening to 250,000 viewers have seen the video. I read that somewhere, so I hope that's correct. Um, of him Facebook living and just giving a load of information about the case away. Yeah. So, he was arrested on the spot. Within five hours, put in front of a judge and sentenced to 13 months in prison and sent down. Why? Because he committed a crime yeah. while on licence, pleaded guilty and was given his sentence. That's how it works. The important thing to add is he pleaded guilty. Yes. He hasn't been wrongly locked up. It's nope. not the judge not liking him. <laughs> yep. He pleaded The judge guilty. even said all this. The judge yep. said this is nothing to do with politics, uh, political correctness, um, race, free speech... This is simply about the law and protecting the trial that I'm trying to fucking do. Yeah. You know, if this case collapses, it's going to cost hundreds of thousands of pounds and the victims have got to go through the trauma of re-giving their evidence. So this little prick, I don't think, really understood all of that, but he does now and he's down for 13 months, yeah. fair and square, right? Yeah. Not the first so, time he's been in jail. So, why do we have, Ben, fucking huge, fairly huge, I guess, well, no, not that huge, but significant marches in the street with people ban ba brandishing their free Tommy Robinson signs when the man has been rightly convicted for something he's pleaded guilty to. Why is this fucking happening? The world has gone mad. Because they're a bunch of fucking racist cunts, that's why. Boom. He's on our and, side. And also, it's like he's on our side. Yeah. You know, doesn't matter what he's done, we're going to defend him to hilt. Uh, no mindlessness. It's important that the trial that Tribal, he was. The tri isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Tribalism, yeah. The trial that he was recording stuff about was the trial of a, um, a Muslim grooming gang who had abused mm. some young girls. But you and I are not supposed to know that. No, we're not supposed to know. Even though the trial is, you know, it, you're aware, that if you wanted to go and look that up, you could be aware of the fact there's a trial yeah. on. You just can't report on it. Mm. Now, it's interesting, Tommy's double standards, that there's been a few high-profile cases where EDL members and high leadership have been involved in paedophile activity mm. recently, but he doesn't seem to be concerned with them, Gaz, and that because they're white. Of course it is. So the organisation he founded, and now they're fucking kids. Yeah. But 
That's not important because they're white. Yeah, it's like I said earlier. Um, he's not a professional journalist. He's a cunt. But he's acting like a professional journalist because yep. he's peddling one fucking narrative, one story that fits what he wants, and he fucking knows it. And the thing is, these people that are following him like he's some sort of folk hero. And the thing is, it's got international. The alt right in America. Have, oh yeah. Have, <laughs> that joined onto it because they think it's a free speech issue. It's not a free speech issue. No. The man was stupid enough, whilst on licence, to go and commit the same crime again, you know, yeah. and he's now serving his time. In this country, if you're on a suspended sentence, that basically means but, don't be naughty or you'll go to jail. Mm -hmm. So he's been naughty, so he's gone to jail. That's the terms of a suspended sentence. His own fault, isn't it? It's his yeah. own idiocy. Mm -hmm. But you've got these daft bastards on, on Facebook, and I'm sure you've seen it. People you think are reasonable people. Free Tommy Robson, it's freedom of speech. And as I pointed out, you can't free Tommy Robson, because that's not his fucking name. Exactly. It's a pseudonym. Yeah. His name is Stephen Yaxley Lennon, and he's a cunt. He certainly is. And but it's, he pleaded guilty. He knows he did wrong. Mm -hmm. He knows he wouldn't win the court case. Mm -hmm. But he was asking for donations for it <laughs> before he was sentenced. I bet. And then he went and pleaded guilty anyway. So he's ripping those fucking supporters off anyway. Those yeah. people who are gullible enough to hand over their money. Yeah, it's like the, like the preacher and the fucking jet, yeah. isn't it? Also worth pointing out, we don't actually have freedom of speech in this in this country. We have freedom of expression. Okay. There's a subtle difference. Mm. No hate speech, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Mm. Well, the, I heard a good quote. We might have discussed this last week. I'm not sure. Or maybe it was off air. But essentially, yes, you have the right to say what you want. But you also have the right to face the consequences. Yep. But what he did was a silly crime. It's a very silly crime. He stood in front of a court, and this there's a whole other issue coming into it. Which I, I read a really good article uh, on the guard. No, it might be the Independent about this, about how they might have to look at the law because if any old Tom, Dick, and Harry can use their phone and Facebook to have yeah. an instant audience, maybe that law needs looking at a little bit and the like. Because you know the guy, I don't think he really thought it through. He went to the court while the case was happening I started live fucking streaming mm. now if he'd have made I don't know just is he stupid or yeah you know and he doesn't really care about the case and the victims obviously he doesn't because he's putting the trial in jeopardy well yeah um, he's tent it's for his own purposes well, um, he's just trying to make a bit of publicity he's, isn't he he's getting off on the fact that he's now a folk hero for these fucking people and there's a lot of them but they're misguided they're confused and they haven't it took me because I wasn't you know, I ignore the news as much as I can. Hmm. I've seen the free Tommy Robinson things, and obviously I know who he is, so I started to look into it, and it, it didn't take me long on Google to find out the exact details of what's been happening, yeah. why he was, what crime he committed, why he was charged. It didn't fucking take long. So why can't these people... Why does nobody check anything? All it has to be done is written in front of... Basically turned into a meme, shared on fucking social media, and it's fucking gospel to some oh, people. Oh, it is! And they don't even... Think they haven't got the powers check. of analysis. Mm. They yeah. haven't got the they, they haven't got the intent. I don't I don't mean to be mean. I, they haven't got the intelligence to decipher what is news and what is bullshit. They what? just get if it's a source that they think is reliable, and they'll mm. trust it no matter what. Yeah, but half the time it's not. It's usually something like a page like I love Britain or I'm mm. an English patriot. Well, they get that as well. And they? so what they do is that they'll share something like I support our mm. soldiers, and then before you know it, who doesn't your support the soldiers? You're up to your, well, no, exactly, no one. Yeah. It's a fine centre. Well, but then you're up to your neck and anti-Muslim. Well, yeah. Then you're up to your neck and anti-Muslim memes. Yeah, but if you put out what the you know the soldiers like guess is what they actually doing, then mm. you're a fucking anti-Brit. Yeah. You're against the you're a traitor. Yeah. But it's um, a subject that comes up a lot 
on the show and it's the echo chamber of Facebook, isn't it? Because the people that look at these groups, they only see the same sentiment. Yep. They're not Facebook isn't going to start showing them opposing political pages and things because no. that's not how it works. The algorithm wants you to stay on there. Basically, they want you to be looking at Facebook for as yep. long as possible. Mm -hmm. So they're just going to constantly supply you with things you enjoy and you like. And they're using your behaviour online to predict that and to, you know, so it's the echo chamber. We've discussed it before. So these fools that are out there, free tummy, that's all they've been seeing on their phones. And we yeah. all look at our fucking phones all day. Every member of society. Yeah. Even when we're in company, we all fucking do it. And then it's just... See, my Uncle Fred retweeted it. So I'll retweet it. Exactly. Exa sorry, exactly. That wasn't a real word. <laughs> but um, I did read an article today how Simon Cowell, of all people, for his own mental health, hasn't touched his mobile phone for 10 months and says he's happy as he's been in... Years. Well, so there's something to it. Oh, definitely, mate. Um, I, I I'm not on Twitter properly. I mean, I am on it, but I don't, mm. I don't go on it much just to look at tits. news, tits, yeah. <laughs> news, yeah, and tits. news and tits. So <laughs> 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 Mike spends his days Mike, Mike simultaneously a side, a side podcast, <laughs> news <laughs> and tits, simultaneously. Informing himself on the current events uh, and then having a wank. Welcome to the news and we rake the tits. Yeah. <laughs> so you read out a horrific news story, then you're like, and then I saw a cracking <laughs> hair. If you go to Pornhub and type in, we'll watch along. <laughs> Don't the burning, burning of podcasts. <laughs> you, you are going to fly up the charts. Right, <laughs> wank along with Molly. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, your penis is over dimension. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. It can be done quantumly. <laughs> Quantum wank. <laughs> uh, so we, um, uh, yeah, Tommy, free Tommy Robinson. Tommy Robinson is in the reggae box now, and hopefully it'll fuck off. Forever. Fuck you, Tommy. But there was a petition, and I believe it's been rejected. Yeah. Oh, last thing I'll say on the subject is, apparently, and this typical fucking coward, all the horrible shit he said about Muslims and Asians... Is now sort of pleading that um, there'll be a price on his head and he won't be safe in prison. Oh well, <laughs> that's yeah. free speech, mate. Like we said earlier, you can say what you want, but you can also face the consequences. That's so exactly. have fun in prison, dude. Uh, it's there. Yeah. yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I genuinely do hope he gets beaten up at least. Mm -hmm. One of my favourite videos is of him because I don't really like seeing violence, and there isn't any real violence in the video. That's why it's good. But he's just trying to do some shopping at Curry's or somewhere like that, and two huge uh, Asian men spot him recognise him get his cameras out and he fucking runs and hides behind the Curry's security guard and like runs back into Curry's yeah and, he's a coward isn't he? Uh, yeah. he was on his own you see if he was with his gang oh, he would have been well up for it wouldn't he but he's a footballer looking there on yeah. yard and there's fucking 50 of them yeah exactly so fuck so Tommy I'll, I'll offer the same thing to uh, Tommy I'll, make <laughs> the, I'll meet you in the brink mate oh god <laughs> oh god I really am not going to advise this one. That guy has got... No. We'll start a new podcast, Prison Boxing. <laughs> then can go around fighting ex-cons. <laughs> we might not get many episodes. <laughs> I'll need a few months to recover in between. It might be one episode. <laughs> yeah. I get shanked in between rounds. <laughs> Some sort of security there. You don't know how to do shanking. <laughs> Oh, he's pulling a shank. Prison rules, Ben. It's not like, what's it called? The old Queen's rules. I want Queen's rules. Oh, Ben's going to go into a prison. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, then. Queen's rules, dear chap. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Who the fucking hell's he on about? 
I'll choke you. Lightning's on his hands and dips it in glass. Breaking glass. Yes. And then gummy bears. Yeah. Nails and screws. I'll just put dirt. What a seminal cinema classic. I love it. And me too. Both the hot shot yeah. movies. Fantastic. Anything with stupid humour like that. And I, yeah. it's weird I have this odd paradox of humour. Mm. Is I hate really obvious comedy. Yeah. Like you, you miss his Brown's boys. Yeah, yeah. You can see what's gonna happen. You're like, mm-hmm. Fuck off. Lowest comedy. And, and that fucking Paul Peter Kay car mm. shit. You, I wouldn't watch that if it was the only thing on TV. <laughs> right. I've <laughs> seen it to be fair. Right. Um, but you know, so I'm not, but I like, I'm not really, I'm not really dark comedy mm. where I'm not supposed to laugh at stuff. Yeah. And then it goes to the other end of the spectrum where I piss myself laughing at the naked gun. Mm. Well, that's because it's expertly done slapstick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's a there's like an Arkham's razor. I don't know if I'm Arkham's razor it in the right way. No, there's like an uncanny valley. That's what I mean for silliness. Do you know what I mean? There's just a sweet spot mm. of slapstick and silliness that everyone finds funny. Yeah. From the old to the young. You know, people falling over in particular. Mm. Yeah. It's it's weird, isn't it? Child falls over. Hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Old person falls over. Oh, Still hilarious? No, no. Upsetting when an old person falls. Depends on who they fall. Ben. You just failed the psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that. <laughs> just laugh at them and say, oh, you broke your hip. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a free healthcare in this country. What's the problem? They're the ones clogging it up in the fucking first place. Falling over all the time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, but... I mean, uh, the local doctor surgery by me, they used to have this great thing where you could walk in in the morning mm. between 8 and 10, see a doctor, no appointment. You had to wait a bit, but you could go and see a doctor. Right? They stopped that because all the old people were going in for a fucking chat. Well, this all sounds people a bit Daily Mail people letters people page. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, it might do, Ben's but it's still on true. A, on, a, on a rant against the OAPs <laughs> clogging up the NHS. <laughs> Actually, the Daily Mail will be behind the OAPs. Because well, yeah, that's, that's their, their, their core, core readership. Their only readership. <laughs> oh, no, there's, there's, you know, there's other people. Well, yeah. well, that's why they're online fucking posting stories about UFOs. And, exactly. You know, trying to get that kind of click, clickbait. Right, I think... So, I think a piss break is in order. Yeah. Well, piss on the memory of Tommy fucking Robinson. Oh, uh, I'll drink to that. Yeah. He'll be dead by the end of the day. May he gets shanked in his sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says the pacifist. Exactly. That shows you what a cunt you are, Tommy. <laughs> the most peaceful one of the gang. Once you're dead. Not dead. I just, just said I hope he gets beat up. Just lose a kidney or something. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Nothing too life-threatening then. That's great. <laughs> right, we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. So let's go into the Darwin Awards and we're going to sort of I'll give you a bit of background on them and then we shall um, we'll have a flick through and we'll pick some fun ones out so the Darwin Awards are a tongue-in-cheek honour originating in Usenet newsgroup discussions around (coughs) 1985 they recognise individuals who have supposedly contributed to human evolution by selecting themselves out of the gene pool via death or (laughs) sterilisation by their own actions (laughs) Um, the project became more formalised the creation of a website in 1993 and followed up by a series of books starting in 2000, authored by Wendy Northcutt. <coughs> the criteria for the award states, In the spirit of Charles Darwin, the Darwin Awards commemorate individuals who protect our gene pool by making the ultimate sacrifice of their own lives. So, 
Although so accidental self-sterilization also qualifies, <laughs> however, the site notes, of necessity, the award is usually bestowed posthum posthumously. Pos <clears throat> the candidate is disqualified, though, if innocent bystanders who might have contributed positively to the gene pool are killed in the process. Uh, so yes, if your stupidity kills other people, yes, you, you don't, don't get, get it. No, no, no. This is specifically killing oneself. Yep. Or, uh, what is it? Uh, sterilising oneself. <laughs> Accidentally sterilising <laughs> oneself. Cutting your cock off will probably do it. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it, Mike. <laughs> So, Wendy Northcutt has stated five requirements for a Darwin Award. Okay. The inability to reproduce, the nominee must be dead or rendered sterile. <laughs> Simple enough. What if you're Jaffa? <laughs> well, you might have to explain that to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jaffa. <a> very 70s <laughs> British slang. <term. laughs> what if you're only awesome? the 70s fucking factory floor. Yeah, He's fucking Jaffa, mate. That's got the doctors couldn't get his mind. Couldn't get his business, but I got pregnant, though. Who needs a fucking stunt cock? Yeah, that's yeah. when I come in. Fucking Jaffa. A Jaffa is a male who cannot reproduce because his sperms are yeah. cross eyed. It comes or something. Out after the orange <laughs> Jaffa because it's seedless. Oh, those are the Jaffa cakes. Seedless oranges, aren't they? Oh, Jaffa cakes, the Jaffa orange, isn't it? Oh, right, you know the Jaffa orange. Seedless orange. Ah. <laughs> About, you know, like the nature came before the company. I, I just thought that was where it came from, and I don't even like Jaffa cakes. I've never heard of it, I'm just being. <laughs> There you go, perfectly acceptable back then. It's well, not only yeah. fools and horses, it's fine. They do drop some embarrassing, well, not embarrassing, at the time more acceptable terms for, let's say, ethnic minorities in this country and some of the early ones. <laughs> would you like to say them out loud? I would not. <laughs> <laughs> I was baiting you there. <laughs> well done, then. <laughs> but, um, okay. you know... Certain groups of ethnicities like to own shops, and they were referred to as a slang term shop. Ah, and uh, let's you put know, down the pea shop. That's the one. Ooh. Or I'm pretty sure he does, and he, I'm sure he sends Ronnie down to the Chinese restaurant, which has its own sort of name, yes. all on its own. Mm -hmm. Somebody had to tell me that that wasn't appropriate. I didn't know. Really? <laughs> I really didn't know. I was like, let's get a, you know, c word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <Jumped> the sea bomb. <laughs> I was corrected, Ben. Was you? Yes. Ubai, was that a university where people... Somebody were... who wasn't a C-word. <laughs> Which, you know, yeah. And they were younger than me. But that's not an appropriate word. I didn't know them. I'd never honestly thought of it as degrading or I just thought it was literally sh shorter than saying, let's go for a Chinese. Yeah. But people do tend to say that more now, don't they? Mm. Well, pop down the C-word. Kind of Dis disappeared really. Well, language changes, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, so the next one is excellence, outstandingly stupid judgment. Right. The candidate's foolish must be unique and sensational, uh, likely because the award award is intended to be funny. <laughs> I like their honesty. Yeah. So you've got to be killed in an exceedingly daft way. Um, Self-selection, the cause of one's own demise. <laughs> killing a friend with a hand grenade would not be eligible, but killing oneself while manufacturing a homemade chimney cleaning device from a hand grenade would be eligible. <laughs> uh, and then maturity, capable of sound judgment. The nominee must at least be at least past the legal driving age and free from mental defect. 
Northcote considers injury or death caused by mental defect to be tragic rather than amusing and routinely disqualifies such entries. No one wants to see a retard. Cut off that cup. Oh! <laughs> I'm not the only one who drops the other one. He's right, though. <laughs> the Vernon Manning of podcasts. <laughs> gotta live up to our name, aren't we? Yeah. So, yeah, you've got to be 18 or over. If you're under 18, they won't consider you. Yeah. Fair enough. I suppose that's right. Yeah. And lastly, the um, veracity. You must be verified. Okay. It's got to be reported in, in a um, mainstream media outlet, basically. Okay. Reputable newspaper articles, confirmed TV reports, or responsible eyewitnesses. So, mm-hmm. who would go. like to pick the first one, and from what year would you like? Let's, well, we're going to pick some random ones out, and we're going to laugh about them. The first one that has caught my eye, mainly because my, cause, okay, my sorry, dear co-hosts, sorry, is that one, <laughs> Masturbator meets Hard End. Oh, I always want to say that our next episode is a film special, and it's yeah. Threads. Right. And it's going to be fucking harrowing, so we're getting the okay. laughs in now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't going to be much of that going on next week. <laughs> nope. Oh, I'm a download next week, so it'll be the week after. Okay. Just dropping that in. <laughs> it says... This is in 2016. <laughs> oh, and we should say, uh, actually, right up front, we're, all this that we're reading is from DarwinAwards.com, and I imagine it's all their copyright and it's their content, so thank you to them. Go there, it's a, it's a good website. So this is called Masturbator Meets Hard End. Won the award in 2016. Confirmed true by Darwin. It was not traffic he was trying to beat... 22nd January 2016, Michigan. Referred to as a, quote, distracted driver, (laughs) Clifford Ray Jones, 58, was driving without pants, (laughs) without a seatbelt, and with a porno flick screening on his mobile device. Add a wide-open sunroof on a cold winter Sunday, and you have a recipe for disaster. (laughs) He should have kept his hands on the wheel, instead of the stick. In the wee hours, at 3.40am, Clifford's Toyota went out of control on the on-ramp to the I-75, rolled and crashed, (laughs) (laughs) ejaculating our hero through the sunroof in a spectacular climax to his life. Come and gone, Clifford and his beloved wanky will be fondly remembered in our archive. <laughs> I hope he at least finished before he was propelled through the, through the wind open sunroof. That is incredibly irresponsible. He didn't even bother to put the pants on. He's not like he's even trying to hide it, is it? Like, what can he say to him? He gets pulled over. Like, you know, Sorry, officer, I forgot my pants. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's not like you with your, with your automated mannequin on. <laughs> Right? That's I mean, much safer. That's much safer. I don't have to take my hands off the it's wheel. It's hands-free. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you just, you know, wind it up, off it goes. <laughs> Isn't it battery-powered, at least? Well, it could be, yeah. That's the layer models. We're on, system. We're, on the, we're on the prototype at the minute. <laughs> that's steam-powered, is it? That could be dangerous. Yes, you keep feeding coal into a small, <laughs> small engine. <laughs> I'm desperate for a wank, do you think? <laughs> Prototypes, guys, this is progress. You're the test subject. <laughs> Stoke the boiler, I'm going for a wank. <laughs> that should be on a t shirt. <laughs> <coughs> Imagine a mic action figure and you press the button. Stoke the boiler, I'm going for a wank. <laughs> 
One day I want Mike to have his own action figure. That's his, that's his catch. That would be awesome. <laughs> Comes a selection of pie phrases. <laughs> no one wants to see a retard cutting up his cut. <laughs> Words of wisdom. in another dimension. <laughs> Oh god. I'm a science officer. (laughs) (laughs) Did you fag him? (laughs) Did you fag him? (laughs) We gotta change the system! (laughs) (laughs) Oh there's gotta be a political one in there, aren't there? Crypto Marxist. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck capitalism. <laughs> Capitalist pigs. Oh, uh, yeah. Somebody out there make it, please. I'm going to finance it when we get the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it'll have no dick. Well, <laughs> oh, obviously. <laughs> oh, man. Well, when I was a kid, I had a pirate action figure. It was like a no brand sort of one you'd get from a cheap shop, and it had five buttons and five phrases. Uh, it was only small, about yay big, you know. Uh, I'm gesturing about five, six inches. And one of them was, Dead men tell no tales. That's and horrifying. I sure. pressed that button so many times in my youth, it's burned, it's <laughs> literally burned in my I can hear it in the exact voice. Isn't that a pretty heavy thing, you know? Yeah. For like a it's little person. I was really little, like. Just a bit. <laughs> Dead men tell no tales. <laughs> hey, you commit a crime, kill the witnesses. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then the other ones, you know, were just like, ah, ha, 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 was one of them, you know, all fairly innocent. And then I just remember just pressing that one over and over again, going, fuck. <laughs> I should burn my house down. <laughs> I actually remember Contem trying to think, well, what's he, what does he actually mean? And when it hit me, like, oh, you kill people, they can't tell tales on you. So that's why I've been on a, a sort of long drawn out murdering speed <laughs> since, I was, since I was six. Yeah. And, uh, Do you so. think that's what caused your you know, lifetime of drug, drug addiction? Uh, addiction's a strong <laughs> word, man. <laughs> drug usage? Usage is a much better word. Uh, recreational. Fun times. Hey. Remember a few years ago, there was a little teddy that right. he pulled its cord and it was meant to say, like, Jingle Bell, sing Jingle Bell. <laughs> right. Instead, it was singing Pedophile. <laughs> Can we get that bear and send it to Tommy Robinson? To <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep him cosy in jail. Yeah. Mm. Oh man. I program it to go off every hour regardless of what he does to it. <laughs> just going back to my uh, alleged addiction, you know, never lost a job. Addiction was a strong word, I do apologise. Lost a lot of jobs, <laughs> never left a job, lost them by not going back to them. But you know, I've been, a fa- I've been employed at the same place for over 10 years actually. It's impressive. Yeah, because they don't have piss tests. <laughs> no. If I worked at one of these big factories, I'd be fucked. I don't get a piss test. Oh, you're lucky. They're getting more and more common. I hate it. Not just because I use drugs, but I actually see it as an invasion. Yeah, it is, man. This is fucking awful. This is, man. Unless you're doing something... At work. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're not capable of doing your job because you're in That's it. If it's... Right? Yeah, you're doing... What are you doing your own own fucking time? That's it, man. It's completely your own. Yeah, I think it's horrific. Trying to uh, enforce your behaviour outside of work. Democratise the workplace. Join a union. Fight the power. Oh, democracy doesn't work. I think we've established that. So, should we have another funny death? Yeah. Hey. Should we give a submission, uh, the vote on this? Oh, yeah, well, I, I'll yeah, give I'll, that one uh, I'll give it an eight. An eight, yeah, 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 I'll agree. It's fun. Yeah, the guy essentially did something very silly. He wanked himself to death, really. Well, he just crashed the car while wanking. 
Didn't have a seatbelt. Through the sunroof. Went out um, the sunroof. Let's go for an early one. Let's go to 1995. Way back when. Way back when. Oh, the JTO rocket car. I've heard about this. This is a favourite of mine, actually. Okay. The JTO rocket car. Yeah. The Arizona Highway Patrol were mystified when they came upon a pile of smouldering wreckage embedded in the side of a cliff rising above the road at the apex of a curve. The metal debris resembled the site of an airplane crash, which turned out to be the vaporised remains of an automobile. The make of the vehicle was unidentifiable at the scene. The folks in the lab finally figured out what it was and pieced together the events that came up to its demise. It seemed that a former Air Force sergeant had somehow got hold of a JTO, which is a jet-assisted takeoff unit. That's a, you remember the Harrier jump jet? Mm -hmm. That had a, a JTO as well as a VTOL. Okay. Uh, which is vertical takeoff and landing, right. but to get off the short runway of a British aircraft carrier, it needed a JTO. Okay, so that's by a, a bad boy, very it's a, hardcore. It's jet. it will it will take him um, anyway. We'll, we'll get into that. Um, so he got hold of that. So dry desert lay beds are the obvious choice location choice of breaking world ground speed record. The sergeant took the JTO unit into the Arizona desert, found a long straight stretch of road, and attached the JTO unit to his car. Jumped in, accelerated at a high speed, and fired off the rocket. Was well, an engine, but you know, technically. Okay. The facts, as best can be determined, are as follows: the operator is driving a 1967 Chevy Impala, <laughs> lovely car. I say one thing about the American cars: the old ones are best. They had some great old cars in the 60s and 70s. The, the big muscle cars oh, are beautiful. Yeah. They're much better than what we were churning out. Well, we were churning out really good cars. They were shitly built. But uh, anyway, yeah. Better than the Soviets. <laughs> Better than a Trabant or a Lada, I'll give you that. Um, he ignited the JTO approximately 3.9 miles from the crash site. This was established by the location of a prominently scorched and melted strip of asphalt. Oh, the vehicle quickly reached a speed of between 250 and 300 miles an hour and continued at that speed under full power for an additional 20 to 25 seconds. The soon-to-be pilot experienced G-forces usually reserved for dogfighting F-14 jocks under full afterburners. Wow. The Chevy remained on the straight highway for approximately 2.6 miles, which was 15 to 20 seconds, right. before the driver applied the brakes, completely melting them, blowing the tyres and leaving thick rubber marks on the road surface. The vehicle then became airborne for an additional 1.3 miles and impacted the cliff face at a height of 125 feet and left a blackened crater three feet deep in the rock. Wow. That is a way to go, my friends. Fuck me. I kind of hope he'd received a really bad diagnosis from a doctor and thought, you know what? Fuck it. I've always wanted to do that and I'm going to do it. He had like a whiskey and a cigar as he was going, you know. Screw you, world! I'd imagine he was I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine if he remember he's doing what was it? Doing that miles sort of G-force. That three an hour in a Chevy Impaler with that G-force. His belly, his dick can be stuck to his <laughs> belly. Yeah. yeah, he's probably he's probably blacked out. But he actually couldn't have been because he blew the brake. Tried to break it. Yeah, it's bollocks. And imagine yeah. the thought when he finally put that brakes. So. It's, it's bogus. Confirmed bogus. Oh, what the fuck? Oh. Oh, well, it's still fun, I don't care. Yeah, it's still fun. I, I always thought this one was real, but apparently Yeah. Not. Oh, man. Um, the shiver remained on the street, I would imagine that bit. And uh, most of the dry remains are not recovered. However, small fragments of bone, teeth, and hair were extracted from the crater, and fingernail and bone shards removed 
with a piece of debris believed to be a portion of the steering wheel. Steering wheel. Uh, ironically, I still led you a bumper sticker with phone recording. How would you like my driving? Dial one eight hundred. Eat shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> bogus. Yeah, I'm gutted. It's a shame, man. It's I am gutted. Yeah. The rocket car. <laughs> I nice. love the idea of that. It would be a fun way to go. Well, not fun necessarily, but hopefully it'd be quick. You know, like you said, if you'd had a like a a terminal diagnosis. Yeah, that's a way to go. Yeah, you know, and you're into your jet engines and stuff. You're like, you know what I want to do? Got to the middle of nowhere, just jet myself into a rock. Yeah. You know, right on with Jimi Hendrix blasting out the uh, oh, sound yeah. system and whatever he was into. And I'd all on the Watchtower. Yeah, fair for a Hendrix track, if I was looking for that. Written by uh, Mr. Bob Dylan. Yeah. Yes, originally. Hendrix's version better, though. Mm, yeah. Of course. So, Mike, do you want to pick a year and pick yeah. an award? I'll go 2017, Steamy Buns. <laughs> <laughs> steamy Buns? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Why not? Confirmed true. Yeah, this is confirmed true. We should have really read that at the top of the screen. Yeah, that's you what know. It's a good story. It okay. was a good story. So. A spiritual magician died after <laughs> accidentally steaming himself to death in a stainless steel wok <laughs> while performing a ritual <laughs> to cleanse body and soul. <laughs> Mr. Limbar, known professionally as Black Dog, Ooh, that's pretty cool. I've been performing human steaming for more than a decade, despite family objections. <laughs> human steaming. <laughs> I love the fact he's called Black Dog. That's a <coughs> The 68-year-old guru sat in lotus position in the giant stainless steel steamer and rice, sweet what? corn and veg- vegetarian buns <laughs> <laughs> alongside him to also be steamed. He's just wandered into a cannibal fucking <laughs> tribe, hasn't he? He's making a stew of himself. <laughs> I imagine the worst when they open up and go, oh, man, mm. lunch is ruined. It <laughs> smells of dead guy. <laughs> Black yeah. Dog clasped yeah. his hands in prayer as the lid was lowered over him and a fire was lit under the wok. Oh, God. They really lit a fire under his buns. <laughs> <laughs> but after 30 minutes, this steamy scenario went wrong. Devotees heard the magician knocking frantically from inside the steamer. Oh, the lid was, was raised and Lim was found unconscious, steam billowing around him. Suffering from major second-degree burns, the man died of a heart attack. Wow. So he's a guru, guys. What do you think of that? <laughs> well, that was in Malaysia. That's why I'm a, a good guru, because I'm not going to hurt myself in that fashion. It, where did it occur? Kuala Sanglang, a small coastal village in northern Malaysia. Well, what a fucking idiot. I mean, that shows you... That shows you... You can't call a man who's called Black Dog an idiot. <laughs> That's, That's one of the coolest nicknames ever. You want some Black Dog? Look, that shows you it's fucking brilliant. the fucking lunacy of religion, the lengths people will go to to prove something. Boiled himself alive. Yeah, the fucking tool. Man, I oh, thought it was bad in a sauna. Well, you know, or a steam room. I can't stick more than like 10 minutes in a steam room. He was directly room. over the fire. What did the fool expect minutes. in a walk? He cooked himself alive. <laughs> it's major second degree burns. We're trying to think over. It's not as bad as third degree burns, which is like right down into deep into the flesh, but it's certainly like majorly major blisters. Well, he had a heart attack anyway, so. Oh, yeah. That's but <laughs> thing is, after 30 minutes, he starts banging on the fucking pot. But <laughs> like, well, they're like, oh, 
Should we have a look at it? They thought one? it was boiling noises. Yeah. You know, when the lid's just sort of wobbling. Oh, sorry, I hit the mic. When something's boiling on the pan, you know, the lid sort of mm. wobbles a bit. They probably thought it was that for a while. Then they're like, oh, oh, no. Oh, black dog's in there. Oh, that's him. Oh, Christ. Open it. But he might have said, don't you fucking open this before he got oh, in yeah, there. That's this true. Is, this is gonna I'm prove thinking they God. forgot about this. Sit there for like 20 minutes. Having smoking some of the local weed. <laughs> like, you know, fucking. No, I can't wait for lunch. We've got munchies, man. Uh, Everyone goes off for lunch. Uh, has anyone seen the guru? <laughs> oh, shit. What? Oh, fuck. He'll be. We'll have burnt him. He'll be, <laughs> he'll be no oh, good no, for me, anyone. Me vegetarian buns. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm a bit hungry, actually. They'd uh-huh. be that fucking awkward vegan at the fucking workplace's buns with me. Everyone else have that normal. Oh, I can't put my vegan buns next to yours. He must yeah. have fallen asleep in there. Well, not in that fucking No, fuck off in that. Like, if I put you in a big frying pan <laughs> that was directly over a fire. <laughs> yeah, not even. It's like, not searing yeah. you. Yeah, but at first it'd be a nice warmth, wouldn't it? You just sort of nod off. For a couple of minutes. <laughs> Until you literally start melting to yeah, the bottom it, of the flesh. The, the, that's when you what? start banging it. <laughs> it doesn't take the pan. best trousers. <laughs> doesn't take the pan long to get hot as well, uh, does it? That well, was a good one. Out of the yeah. frying pan, into I'm the gonna fire. I'm going to give that one a nine. All right, fair enough. I'll go with that. I like that. That is stupidity. That is religious stupidity at its finest. Steamy we, buns. Can we take a break for the next one? Yeah, yeah. We're back. So, uh, what what one have you got for us, guys? This is called Male Mammoth Morons, and it's been confirmed true by the site. Uh, like it says mine. today's group Darwin Award is for the males of the woolly mammoth species, Mathmumathus primigenis. I think that's how you say the Latin. Um, but anyway. Everyone knows what a woolly mammoth is. Yeah, it's all right. fucking hell, They're fucking need... awesome. I love them. Yeah, you don't need Latin to know what a mammoth is. I'm like anyway. one of them as a pet. An elephant species extinct for about 10,000 years, in part due to the male's penchant for fossilisation. In the normal course of events, a mammoth corpse is not preserved. Yet a minority find themselves wedged in glacial ice, swallowed by sinkholes, taffy-footed in a tar seep, or covered over by mud. And those peculiarly preserved pachyderms are mostly males. Multiple causes for the extinction are likely, yet the tendency of males to wander away from the herd and win Darwin Awards cannot have improved the species' survival mm. odds. Swedish mammothologist, um, oh, that's a cool name, Love Dahlen, reported in Current Biology that 70% of about 100 woolly mammoth remains sexed by his research team were male <laughs> quote in many species males tend to do somewhat stupid things that end up getting them killed in silly ways the author confided his journal article cited another study of 14 south dakota mammoths of which 13 were males natural traps have a fatal fascination for the boys which leaves the female elephants dumbfounded <laughs> and presumably grateful for a matriarchal society. <coughs> Excuse me. The animals vanished so recently that people can eat mammoth meat pulled from the Arctic refrigerator. If the extinct mammoth is resurrected through the alchemy of modern biology, how long can the mammoth species survive before their male members steer the species back into extinction? I, for one, would like to steer the woolly mammoth back. It would be pretty awesome. And I'd it? like them to make them quite small mm. so I could have one as a pet. Well... You don't want them big and going crazy because 
Those tusks, they could impale, I, I'm going to guess, about nine or ten human bodies. Yeah, that's pretty big. Each. So if you made them like dog size, give them shorter tusks. Dangerous. Give them shorter tusks. You just want a very small, hairy elephant, don't you? Yeah. Okay, that would, I admit, <laughs> be quite cool. Max is going famously with that. I did always want a micro pig. Mm. Yeah, and little pigs. Yeah, but apparently then there's no such thing as a micro pig. Apparently they just grow to be quite big. No, there, there is a micro people pig, but people up. get ripped off. Yeah, because yeah. It's, they say it's a micro pig. It's, it's just, just a baby. It's just a pig. <laughs> Six weeks later, it's yeah. smashing all your furniture, <laughs> shitting all over your floor. Uh, and you're a prisoner in your own bedroom. <laughs> it's screaming at the door, and it's huge. It just know. breaks the door down. Yeah. So essentially, um, woolly mammoth males, like human males. Are daft bastards, and they look down holes and go, "Oh, what's down there? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh I bet I, I bet I can jump that glacier." <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, I can run faster than a mudslide. Yeah, no, hold my beer. Can't. What? Yeah, hold my mammoth beer. Watch this. <laughs> I bet it is literally a mammoth beer yeah. as well. It's fucking huge. Here comes the mud. Oh, <laughs> uh, but quite amazing that you can uh, dig up a, a mammoth mammoth corpse and uh, eat the meat. I don't know if I want to do that. Do you want a mammoth burger? I want, I want a mammoth. Years old? I want yeah. a mammoth burger. I don't In necessarily. Size. I don't necessarily want a mammoth burger. Because the thing is, I don't want an elephant burger. No, no, no. no I don't like the fact there's an elephant burger about. I'll eat a cow because I'm a hypocrite. But that's just the way society works. I prefer elephants to cows. Food-wise, just generally. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, elephants are great. <coughs> cows are a bit dull. Mm. You know, they produce milk and they taste good. We should, worship, we should worship them like they do in other countries. But then we couldn't eat them. That's so. <laughs> yeah. And that have... lack of bacon thing with Islam, that's, that's shocking. Then we'd have to have cow festivals. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not done with that. I don't like cows that much. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So I eat. What, what do you want to give it? Uh, give it a six. It wasn't that um, insane, really. It's just mammoths being idiots. Yeah, I kind of admire the fact they're all males, um, <coughs> maybe they're not so different after all. It's nice to know we have, uh, you know, some kinship with our, our male counterparts in the mammoth world. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, let's go for low-flying drunks from 2008. <laughs> low-flying drunks? Oh, unconfirmed. Oh, unconfirmed why am I, why am I picking out the fucking ones that are unconfirmed? Or bogus? Maybe it's just, a, I'm just drawn by sensationalism. <laughs> maybe. 1996, Canada. Sleeping residents of Chilliwack, that's a great name for a town, were awakened early one morning by the sound of a small aircraft flying lower than usual. The engine noise is like a mosquito, zooming too close, too quick, then veering away. What the bleep was going on? There's a mosquito in the room, obviously. <laughs> uh, maybe. During... Giant, giant fucking six-foot mosquito. Oh, like a mosquito coast. <laughs> mosquito coast. You don't want to go on a mosquito coast. Mosquitoes as big as your fucking head, man. Fuck that. Use a chainsaw. What, on mosquitoes? That'd be only even dull in the water itself, because you'd definitely end up cutting a leg off Probably. and your nuts, because you'd swing for it, miss, yeah. and just yeah. slice yourself in half. Quite possibly, but... I, I think a flamethrower's in need. That would be good, but I've seen all the Sharknado yeah. movies, and I would That's have... That's to be proud of. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> That's an achievement that not many people... I've never seen have, one. ...have the mental makeup and the patience to sit through... Five of those pieces of shit. <laughs> You've either got <coughs> incredibly low expectations or a brain like Fry from Future Armor. Ben, they're wonderful. <laughs> Isn't the final one called Thank God It's the Last One or something? Yeah, like yeah. and it's got Nazis and time travel and 
Oh, it's gonna be amazing. I mean, the one before had like um, lightsabers and. They just couldn't give a fuck at that point. They're not space they? and. They're fucking. They're the Sharknado in space. They're amazing. Yeah, it's just a complete fucking joke on films, isn't yeah. it? And, and they make. They know their shit. They know they've yeah. got no money. Do you know who the company is that make them? What no. they're famous for? Transmorphers. Yeah, they? they started off. What they're called the Asylum, and they make what are called mockbusters. I gotcha. Their entire business model in the early days was they would make films like Mike just said, Transmorphers, oh. for like literally, literally about $4,000, you know, and get a bunch of students to work for free or something. Bunch um, of drama students. Yeah. Hope get people out, buy it yeah, by get mistake. Get it out on DVD, yeah. <laughs> Hope that your auntie or your granny or someone buys it by mistake. And enough people did to maintain this business for years. <laughs> and then they're going to make an original, you know, actual something for sci-fi and they did Chartnado, that actually got popular bizarrely. Because <coughs> how um, shit it is, I think everyone. Yeah, it's like, wonderfully shit, gleefully shit. I mean, I do like a shit B movie. Mm. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, probably made for fifty quid. That. Yeah. George Clooney's first acting role. Ben, give Chartnado three a go. All right. Okay. Go do I need to watch the previous two? Or? Fuck no. <laughs> And also, have you seen them? Um, oh, was it that fucking Iron Sky? Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, so do I. Really? That's great. Yeah. Do you want to watch there is a second one. I don't know if it's been released or not. No, no, but it's, it involves Hollow Earth and Nazis at the centre yeah, of the earth. Yeah. I did see a tra- uh, maybe preview where I saw Hitler on a di- on a T Rex. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that comes out. And I think the U.S. president, the female U.S. president, is there, and she starts uh, morphing into one of them. I don't know. That's what I got from the trailer. Lizard people. No, Nat Hollow Nazi Hollow Earthers. Well, it's all true. Possibly. Allegedly. We've been visited Hollow Earth. Yeah, we know that shit. Yeah. So, uh, what Back to Chilliwack. Oh, yeah, sorry. Chilliwack. I'd live in Chilliwack. During a bout of heavy drinking that lasted the wee hours of the morning, two future Darwin Award nominees realised that although neither one of them had a pilot's licence nor flight training, they nevertheless knew all they needed to know to how to pilot an aircraft. Furthermore, one of the gentlemen worked at the small local airport and had access to the tarmac. Oh, God. They drew the obvious conclusion and decided to take a plane for a drunken joyride over the city. They invited two females along for the ride. Fortunately, the level-headed ladies declined. And this is very much a man thing, then, isn't it? It goes back to the last story yeah. Yeah. the mammoths. Um, from idea to execution, the plan evolved quickly. The airport employee unlocked and locked gates. Once on the tarmac, the two then managed to break into a small plane taxi to the runway and get off the ground into the sky. They buzzed around in the dark, skimming over the roofs of the houses and, and this random aerial activity went on for an extended period of time. Eventually their bladders began to complain. They no longer remembered how to find the airport. Disorientated, they attempted to land on the grassy median between east and westbound lanes at the trans Canada Highway and almost made it under the electrical wires that crossed the median. Almost. Ooh. Where these wires was concer- were concerned, fate was not kind. The tail, the aircraft clipped the wires. Instead of making a soft landing on the grassy verge, the aircraft took a nosedive first into the ground, killing both occupants. Oh. Only then were the Chilliwack residents able to return to their dreams. <laughs> oh, well, that's all right, then. <laughs> yeah. I give it a seven. That does drunken, seem... drunken flying. I just like the visual of the aeroplane going along, going along, hits the wire, and then literally in an instant... The space like, plants. Bong, bong. Yeah, an aeroplane face plant, the equivalent mm. of, and then explodes, obviously. Like, you know, like it would in a movie. Yeah, there's actually a good scene in Deadpool 2 where Brad Pitt makes a cameo. Okay. It's uh, already a spoiler. Not really. Okay. Because I haven't told you anything about what happens. Okay, let's you see say him there. Look out for him. I will. Listeners, don't listen.
Spoilers. No, no, listen. Listeners, listen, just not to spoilers. If, well, you should have seen it. This will come out. Cut that bit. <laughs> it was still be two or three weeks after. It's me talking shit, I meant. Afterwards, that's what I mean. It'll come out two or three weeks later. So, you want to pick? Uh, do you want to go, Mike? Yeah, I'll go 2008 as well, and I'll go for Boner. Is that all it's called? Literally, yeah. the story is called Boner. Well, this has got well, one. Of, this is going to be one, of, one or two things, isn't it? I hope somebody doesn't get. Oh no, there's always nobody else involved. So, yeah, I was oh. going to say someone got shagged to death, but confirmed true. Yeah, a 50 year old man was bird hunting in upstate New York with his buddies and his faithful canine companion. <laughs> they stopped for a smoke, and his dog found a deer leg bone. <laughs> The man tried to take the bone away, but like any right-thinking dog, the animal would not relinquish its treasure. He stayed just out of reach. Frustrated with the blatant show of disobedience, the man grabbed his loaded shotgun by the muzzle and began wielding it like a club. What a dick! Each time he swung it, the dog dodged. Suddenly, the club struck the ground and fired, shooting the man in the abdomen. He was airlifted to a nearby hospital where he died from his injuries. He did remain conscious long enough to confirm this account to police, otherwise his poor friends might now be under suspicion. At least he didn't hit the dog. Too fucking right, what a prick. I know, huh? What an absolute prick, he deserves that. Yeah. Fucking... Yeah. Well, that's I mean, why he's got a dog with a woman. Yeah. I'm going to give that a 10 for being a knobhead. Stupidity yeah. of swinging it. I mean, obviously he's a cunt for trying to hurt an animal. Yeah. But the stupidity, even though I know I've never handled a gun, swinging a loaded weapon like it's a club wildly... It's surely a knob thing to do in any situation, hitting yeah. a dog or not. But, you know, you've handled guns in the... Uh, you mean you'd never, swing it around, you'd never swing it around by a barrel? Exactly. By the barrel. Isn't that Look. gun training 101? Yeah. Well, first of all, if you fired it recently, it's going to be fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's quite fragile, the barrel. It's a thin... It's a piece of... It's a, it's a circle of steel. It's, it's not... Mm. You know, they're not designed to be picked up and swung around by it. In, in sort of, if you were fighting close up, you would probably use the butt of it. Yeah, I've seen enough action movies to know that. Yeah, but you'd never swing your butt. Unless you had a musket, they did used to do that, but they were made of like, wood and steel. Okay. So the wood, you know, it was a big oh, fucking... People used to swing them like baseball bats. Yeah. run out of... Uh, yeah, that's it. Also, if you were uh, facing cavalry and you had a musket back in the day, you'd be in a square for you have a bayonet? You'd have a bayonet, but if you got too close, you'd fucking swing it like a club. Yeah. You see, you haven't had time to put your bayonet on because you've got to fix yeah. it on. Horse comes up to you, swing it round, hit the horse in the mouth with the butt of the rifle, throws a rider. Horse is fine, rider's on the ground, mm. and you can finish him off. You take my life, but I take yeah. yours too. You fire your musket, <laughs> but I'll run you through. through. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on a complete side note, I went on a geek, uh, speaking of Iron Maiden, looking at Eddie freaking statues and action figures, man. Oh, some of them aren't cheap. But they're not everything Iron Maiden but is expensive. Every era of Eddie though, there's like an intensely detailed either an action figure oh, yeah. with real clothes on or an amazing statue. Mm. Like, oh man, so cool. I would like the trooper tattoo done. I must Yeah, do I've, I've I've thought of that actually as well. The two I love that. That's my favourite Eddie. Ed, oh no, that is my favourite Eddie, but close second is Cyborg Eddie from somewhere in time. Oh, I thought that, I did sort of think he, that for a second there. He's awesome. Which one's his, uh, yeah, yeah, it's got to be Cyborg Eddie. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. No, um, oh, Ed, I like uh, Egyptian Eddie. Egyptian from, Eddie's awesome. Um, which album was it? That's Power Slave. Power Slave, yeah. He's pretty awesome. Yeah. I love that they went with, all, I was thinking about that for the listener, we talked about this off mic, but it's a small tangent, I'll keep it brief, but I've been on a, a rabbit hole of 
fucking pyramid documentaries this weekend. And it did keep popping into my mind that Iron Maiden were using that imagery in the 80s. You know, like before the internet went, I bet not that many people could talk about that sort of thing. And oh, no, that, no one would. Do you know what I mean? Like owning underground circles yeah. and that, and yeah. they were into all that and using that image, singing about the Eye of Horus and all that, yeah. Why must I be a power slave? Which fits in with the theory that I mentioned earlier, that the pyramids were Tesla Towers. Right. Powering a futuristic city which is from the past. Maybe. <laughs> Back maybe, to the dark. Maybe course. they just got a song out of an obscure idea. Ben... Do you remember in the old wrestling in the 80s, Bobby Heenan yeah. would refer to himself as a broadcast journalist, even though he was clearly a clown? Yes, yeah. I, was he the, the brain, Bobby Heenan? Yes, R. I. P. the brain. brain. Yeah, RIP, bless him. I am a broadcast journalist. <laughs> well, if Bobby Heenan can yes. cast his as one guy's, you definitely can. I, in that case, so can I and so can Mike. I have been doing <laughs> journalism on Netflix. Not <laughs> <laughs> reading any academic papers. I've been reading David Icke's book as well. <laughs> That's not an academic paper. It is. <laughs> so, Doctor Saint Ike, you know, is he? Yes. Professor Saint Ike. <laughs> Goalkeeper, yeah. Professor Saint, whatever you want. He's a secret but, agent as well. But he just listens to blokes down the pub. <laughs> <laughs> you can't rule out any source in the search for <laughs> truth and justice and the American way. No. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's back to Darwin Awards. Is it oh. my go? Oh, yeah. I'll pick a simple one. Is Tree. It, hang on, is it, is it me? Oh, whose goes it? I forgot. Oh, Mike went last. Guys next. Guys next. Okay. How sorry. Dare you. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 Do one more each then. Yeah. Yeah. Simple one. Tree versus man. Hey. Oh, I guess my money's on tree. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's got a chainsaw. Confirmed. True. 2004 Darwin Award winner. 21st of December 2004, Georgia, USA. It looked at first like a bizarre traffic accident. <laughs> Smoke rose from the charred remains of a large tree that had toppled onto a smouldering pickup truck. The body of a man, burned beyond recognition, was found inside the truck. Investigators were puzzled. How could the truck have collided with a tree behind a house. And why did the tree fall onto the truck instead of away from it? And what had started the fire? <laughs> we didn't start the, the fire. fire. It's always burning since the, the world's world been turning. That's probably all we can sing. <laughs> yeah, Apple are listening. <laughs> We're sorry, Apple. As the pieces of the puzzle fell into place, it became clear that the dead man was the victim of his own good deed. Oh, man. Reggie, 47, had offered to... <laughs> had offered to remove a tree behind his girlfriend's house. He borrowed his father's pickup truck, apparently in the belief that he could yank out the bottom of the tree, which would then, cartoon-like, fall away from the truck. He tied the <laughs> truck to the tree and floored the accelerator. I like his thinking so far. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's got a plan. Not a great plan. No, but a plan nonetheless. The uprooted tree, surprisingly, <laughs> pulled in the direction of the force, toppled onto the truck, crushing the cab and trapping Reggie. The still running entry, uh, sorry, the still running engine eventually overheated starting a grass fire which ignited the truck's gas tank, oh. turning it into a fireball 
that spread to the tree. Jesus. Wow. Thankfully for Reggie, police determined he was probably dead before the truck caught fire. Probably isn't. <laughs> I'd love to be one of the guys that has to figure this shit out, though, wouldn't you? I know how fucking pikey this is. <laughs> I know how to remove a goddamn tree. I'm not ringing no man to come in and charge me five hundred dollars. I borrow borrow this pickup truck. Oh my daddy's pickup truck. Daddy, can I borrow your pickup truck? I got. What are you gonna do with it, son? Pull out a tree. Sure. <laughs> Here's the keys. This is a perfect example of why science is important. <laughs> he got to yeah, exactly. physics. He literally, like it says there, cartoon style. He expected pull the bottom of the tree and it'll go whoop 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 whoop. Like, <laughs> Road runner. So yeah, do a do a flip and go that way. What are you just gonna pull it towards you, you bellend? <laughs> he didn't even think to chop it. Like yeah. Even I, know, even me, I know in theory, and I've done it to a very small tree with my friend Supervision, who is a garden man, gardener. gardener. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know how to get down a tree. It's fairly simple. It's sort of common sense, isn't it? You sort of weaken the wedge bit where you want it, and it'll go that way. Yeah. You didn't even know that bit. That's where you go. My education system is important. It turns out. <laughs> After I don't all. think to any of these winners it is, to be fair. Or just thinking things through. Well, it's set them down through. a bit, hasn't it, yeah. education system, I think. Or just, you know, sort of think things through a bit. Because, mate, one of my rules is, because I will have a bit of a go at DIY, I'm not the handiest person in the world, but my sort of rule is, if I know I'm absolutely out of my depth, there's no way I'll touch it. Yeah. I just literally won't even bother doing a half arse job, either fuck something up massively, or, as these awards prove, kill oneself in a daft fashion yeah you know there's no shame as a man in calling another man who no. knows more than you no. but some people some men don't have that ability some men you just can't reach no some men honestly are though that pig headed aren't they this is why this list I guarantee you this list I'd love someone to do a scientific study on the male to female ratio of this entire I'll, I'll list I guarantee you they're yeah. all men there's got to be a couple of women in it well I did read one about a couple uh, earlier that Basically shagged next to a lake in a car in Russia, didn't put the handbrake on and rolled into the river and died. But I bet you it was the guy's idea to have sex next to the lake yeah, in the morning yeah, yeah. forgot to put the handbrake on. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you're right there, I see your point. So, but uh, there's got to be one or two women on here. Uh, whose turn is it? I don't know, uh, me, so let's, let's scroll up a bit, let's have something more recent, I went back in time for the last one. Uh, oh, the human bottle rocket, I read that one earlier actually, yeah. Uh, just up from 2005, Mike directly above, there you go. A bottle rocket. Yeah. Confirmed true. Yeah. First one I said today. Evolution presents the human bottle rocket at risk survivor, we think. Could be a Darwin Award. Okay, so not necessarily dead. No, but... He, he could be sterile. Yeah. Let's see what happens. <laughs> and this is from the UK. I love that it says, sorry, but that it says category... Private parts, fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Incident circa November the 8th, 2006. News only now reaching the ears of Charles Darwin. From his ears to your eyes, Sunderland, England, paramedics... Hey, hometown one. Well, not hometown. Home country. Home, yeah. England, paramedics found a prone man suffering injuries, including a scorched colon <laughs> caused by a black cat thunderbolt rocket. Now, I'm willing to bet, <laughs> as Sunderland are known as the Black Cats, yeah. as their nickname, oh, no. I'm willing to bet... 
He was a Sunderland oh, fan. Recently explained Sunderland football team. Sunderland football team. And known as... Their nickname is the Black Cats. Yeah. And he used a rocket called a Black Cat. Yeah. yeah, well done, Ben. Yeah. See, maybe, maybe I'll let you have a broadcast journalist patch <laughs> as well. Mm. Oh, that wow. was live journalism. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, hear it, listener. Wow, so he burnt his colon and... The 22-year-old had unbelievably inserted the rocket into his backside, <laughs> laid down on his front side, and lit the fuse in an attempt to make the rocket fly over into the air. But it was pointing oh the other God. way. The Regional Firework Association chairman spoke for all of us, he said, this sort of thing is beyond disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> it's beyond belief, sorry. <laughs> yeah, what kind of an idiot do you have to be? Oh, do you get a rocket upside down, I, even if it's not in your right, ass? But the thing is, right, I can understand the fact that he wanted to launch it out of his backside. He's very, very drunk. We've all and seen Jackass. And um, what's that film, The Brothers Grimsby, where he, they, mm-hmm. they do mm-hmm. it? Isn't that? Love that movie. Yeah, great film. Again, um, this guy is not very good at physics. No. Wow. And, but the thing is, this isn't even physics. This is just like, uh, shouldn't the stick go up my ass? He's pushed the, the thickest <laughs> part of it into his backside. I mean, and then... A- what, Put the thin stick end in. It's if you're gonna do it, put the thin stick end in, not the fat rocket head that's fatter at the top than it is all the way through. I am willing to bet <laughs> that my girlfriend's four-year-old knows which, naturally the shape of a rocket, which end is the bit that goes up in the sky, which bit isn't. It's just a natural. Well, the pointy bit gives it away, sense, isn't it? The pointy like end an does give it away. Yeah. Wow. The level of... There has to be so much intoxication. <laughs> Let's do some broadcast journalism. Like, you know, we'll continue with the Black Cat thing. So, he's a fan of the football team. Yeah. Sunderland, up north, known as a pretty hard place. Pretty rough place, not much to do. North. A lot of drinking goes on. It does. This man was clearly mind-fuck drunk. <laughs> I know, but even so, why would you put the thick there was up? A- wow, yeah, I mean... I mean, I know that unless it's like a, a dig at Sunderland... Oh, 2006, they were still in the Premiership. It's confirmed true, though, this one. It's not like a... Yeah, yeah. They were still in the Prem. I mean, they were, they've never done particularly great in the Prem, so maybe it was like a dig at the club. I'm going to put this rock up my ass because this is a better effort than you guys are in That is Scorch. serious committed yeah, fandom, yeah, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I will destroy my own anus <laughs> in protest at how bad the football team was performing. <laughs> well, I'm so just, glad I'm not a hardcore well, football fan. They've just gone down to League One. Ooh. Double double relegation. Oh, oh, but this was a what, what, this was two thousand and six. <laughs> well, yeah, but they weren't doing great then. They've always been a bit shit. Yeah, they, yeah. Let's be honest. They've always been near there or thereabouts at the bottom. So yeah, it's um... second best team in the northeast. Always, isn't it? Third best now, Middlesbrough, brother. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Remember that time when we were young when Middlesbrough signed loads of Brazilians? Janinho. Mm. <laughs> yeah, remember that. What he was, was going a, on there? He was a quality did, player. Did, a, did somebody from Middlesbrough, the town, suddenly come into a shit ton of money? Yeah, yeah like, basically bought the club. I'm going to give my local team yeah. some money to get some Brazilians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Bought Ravinelli, for fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah. The silver feather. They just got promoted, didn't they? And they... The white, you, no. the white feather? Was it the white feather? White feather, yeah, Ravinelli. Yeah, with his grey, he was a bit of a silver fox. Well, he, I heard a story about him where mm. basically when you move clubs like that and you're moving country, the club will, will get you a house mm. and furnish it for you until yeah, you get okay. somewhere for yourself. Yeah, because right? I suppose you're not going to do, know how to do it yourself in a. Until you've settled in, yeah. here's a house, it's furnished. Mm. Anyway, so they gave him a club credit card, <sighs> right? And said, right, you know. Here's your house. 
he spent 30 grand refurnishing that house on the oh club's credit card. God. Like in his first week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's Italian though, they're into their interior design. That's it. And, you, know, I mean, you know, he didn't like the rustic English. You know, chic, and he and he went for a bit he's of metropolitan. He's in like the the cold, grim northern <laughs> facade of the house, evidently. I didn't think either. it was a shitty terraced <laughs> house in Middlesbrough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your house, Fabrizio. What was his name? Fabrizio Ravanelli. Here's your house, Fabrizio, and it's just some fucking shitty terraced house. Fabrizio. <laughs> no, they don't. They, they talk like Georgies, don't they? Yeah. Do they in Middlesbrough? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the hardest. Fucking accent to do. I know I'm going to attempt the Jordi. And understand. It's impossibly hard to do it in uh, an impersonation. Apologies to any northeast listeners, but so, your accent's near enough fucking incomprehensible. Yeah, so um, I think let's go. I'm going to give this one a nine. Good just idea. for the sheer stupidity of it. I think we should go mm-hmm. go around again. Yeah, we'll do one more each, and then we'll get onto some uh, last of fake, last of weird news, and uh, our favourite game. Never go full Alex. You never go full Alex. Although I nearly did this weekend. <laughs> And I think, Ben, you're a shill for not even listening to my evidence. There is no evidence, guys. It's just hearsay. For the listener, Ben was winding me up on Messenger last night, not taking my um, evidence seriously. You said, oh, yeah, the Prumans got thousands of years of rain erosion. Yeah, because they're 4,000 fucking years no, old. There hasn't been any... No. There's been lots of rain in the desert. It does... No. Does rain in the desert? You haven't looked into this. I'm telling you. Have you got the the ward? Have you got the rain records from when since from four thousand years? People have looked into it. I'm yeah, telling the you. records aren't there. Mate. We're after like, some, there. This is going to be a four part epic that we're going to do, and I will convince you. I'm going to bring in a whiteboard and a pointer and a flip chart. Over yes. Me. Dressed as Iron Maiden, Power Slave Eddie. Just to make it palatable for well, you, I might so listen, you'll yeah, actually yeah. listen. Yeah. <laughs> if you put everything in terms of metal, I'll probably understand yeah. it. I'll treat you like a metal child <laughs> <laughs> so which by by Saturday well early sun, early hours of Sunday morning download I will be a metal oh, child I'll you, just be fucking that drunk if um, you haven't worked out by now because he's only mentioned it 13,000 times Ben's going to the biggest metal festival in Britain download and yes we'd all love to go there but we're not all managers are we? <laughs> we're not on management pay yeah we're not all on management money we're looking down our noses at the peasants VIP have you paid for the VIP toilets again yeah you <laughs> fucking middle class <laughs> bastard class traitor he is a class traitor look I enjoy porcelain to visit at my time for the toilet fuck yeah. you right? I don't want to fill yeah, the toilet yeah hold your breath and shit in the filthy pits of hell <laughs> There are festival toilets like look, everybody look, else. I still have to. The VIP area doesn't open till 11. Oh, oh whoa, is fucking mm. me. But I do get exclusive food stands that aren't available in the main area, yeah. main arena. Yeah, well, do you also get a blowjob with that? Yes, from, a, from a hipster called Gerald? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not from a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping not, anyway. <laughs> I may have turned down, I've turned down the offer. He's dyed his little beard green. He's, he's, he's such a rebel. Has he got a check shirt on too? Fuck this imaginary Gerald, he's making me angry. <laughs> thinking about it. Right, should we have another Darwin Award? Like, yeah. Please go, is it? You I, just go, think, yeah. I just think you're jealous of my success. I'm jealous of you that you're going to download. I don't even know who's playing. And yes, I'm jealous you're a manager. You don't deserve it. Fuck you. Moving on. Man. Oh, man. Guns N' Roses three hour set on Saturday. Oh, piss off. <laughs> three hour set. Oh, well. I'm going to rock out with my cock out. I hope you do, and I hope you get arrested. <laughs> I hope you're arrested and rightly stigmatised. 
That's a good link into my pick. See, see that's, that's journalism. I didn't even know what Mike was picking, but I was like, cock, and it's about cocks. I was just taking away your broadcast journalism badge. Anyway. Oh, yeah, because you're, you're management scum. Oh, right. I worked you after the cushy sales job. I wanted it. I didn't get it. <laughs> Moving on. 1997 Darwin Awards are winner. Confirmed. True. Ding, 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 ding. Man slices off penis. Wow. Wow. Well, this is pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> okay. Alan wow. Hall, 48, was found collapsed on the front lawn of his brother's <gasps> Fairfield home on December the 5th, eight hours after his penis had been cut off at the base. <laughs> he lasted eight hours. That's impressive. How is it cut off? Hall blamed the maiming on a woman named Brenda. Oh, God, I should Who he met at a local gas station. <laughs> He brought Brenda to his trailer, <laughs> parked the driveway of his brother's Fairfield home, and had sex. Oh, around <laughs> you so go to your brother's house so, no, to no, park no, on the no, driveway. No, no he, took, he took it to his trailer, parked in the driveway. Oh. Of his, so his <laughs> trailer he lives driving, in yeah. is on his brother's driveway. That is so redneck. Okay. Around 3am, the woman mentioned revenge and cut off his penis <laughs> with a razor-sharp hobby knife. Oh, man, oh, wow. so he's like a modeler. You know, he's had some, some Warhammer models, he's, some, he's a war gamer, I feel sorry for him. And then fled the trailer on foot. Wow. A heated manhunt for Brenda ensued. She was described as a 42-year-old white female, 5 foot 7, 135 pounds, dressed in a white blouse, navy blue jacket and blue slacks, and possibly driving a brown Ford F-350 pickup truck. Oh, nice truck though, nice truck. I would well, have a pickup truck. He's still going. He didn't die from... Okay. So... Go on, mate. Meanwhile, after being <laughs> discharged from the hospital on Monday, Hall drove off in a pickup hitched to his trailer and disappeared. Detectives were eager to interview him again, but were unable to locate him due to his transient lifestyle. More intriguing details began to emerge. Hall was arrested during the 1970s for drug possession and drunk driving. In 1982, he was arrested for taking his young daughter out of state. Psychological tests suggested that he suffered permanent mental trauma while serving in the US Navy in Vietnam, causing blackouts and alcoholism. His ex-wife described him as a pack rat (laughs) who enjoyed taking trips in his mobile trailer home. In 1983, Hall was convicted of voluntary manslaughter of a 23-year-old Susan City woman found strangled in a car park at a local Denny's restaurant on the 17th of February. Hall confessed to the murder, saying oh, that she had taunted, taunted him about his inability to achieve an erection when he tried to have sex with her. His statement was ruled inadmissible because of improper police interrogation techniques, and prosecutors agreed to let Hall plead guilty to voluntary manslaughter. He served half of a six-year prison term. That's shocking. Whoa. Police so. speculated the woman that cut off his penis may have been carrying out a 14-year-old vendetta for the slaying of her friend. Wow, that's immense. Like a a fucking cut Batman seeker. Revenge is truly, indeed, a dish best served cold. Wow, with a knife. A dick best served cold. (laughs) (laughs) But the truth was even stranger. When Hall was finally located and interviewed on Thursday, he admitted that he cut off his own penis. Oh, my God. A voice stress analyzer indicated that he was telling the truth. At this point, there was no evidence that a crime occurred. Police Lieutenant William Gresham said in a press release, this case has been classified as an injured person report. Hall may face misdemeanor charges 
for filing a false police report. Ironically, Alan Hall works as a pipe fitter. <laughs> <laughs> so he sterilised himself. But the thing is here, I can, I'm, I'm going to do some broadcast journalism. He failed to get it up again. Got yeah. so angry with his own cock. He's like, I'm going to fucking cut it off. And she's like, no. And then sees him get the knife and start going at his own penis with a knife. And she's obviously, rightly, completely freaked out and flies out of the uh, Poor Brenda. and runs away. But... That's what I think the truth is, but I'd like to think that Brenda was a 14-year-long planner who just yeah. did something awesome revenge yeah. for a dead friend. This guy deserved to lose his cock. He killed a girl. This is kind of karmic Darwin. The thing is, it's like, you know, he was he obviously had mental issues, the Vietnam mm-hmm. vet. He was part of that uh, lost yeah, generation that were mentally scarred that they all forgot about, <coughs> you know? Well, so, um, yeah, I feel you know, kind of sorry for him in well, one yeah. respect, but at the same time, failed him, didn't it, really, at the same yeah. time, don't cut your own dick off. Yeah, no. daft. Don't kill people. Just don't kill people. Get it up. And don't cut your own cock off. <laughs> and yeah. die on your brother's lawn. Oh no, he didn't he die. Did, no, 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 he didn't die. He's just sterilised. Yeah. Sterilised himself. Well, at least he can't breed and make that's murderous it. little children. Yeah, that's it. Graciously received received Darwin Award. Um, I'm gonna go. Wife tossing in Buenos Aires. Is that how you say it properly? Yeah. Buenos Aires. Wife tossing. Wife tossing. This would be interesting. Confirmed true. Confirm true. Ding, ding. Okay. 1998. Buenos Aires. Did he win the argument? It happened in February 1998 in a working class Bodeo neighbourhood. During a heated marital dispute, a 25-year-old man picked up his 20-year-old wife and threw her off their 8th floor apartment balcony. Okay. Seems extreme. <laughs> to his dismay, she became tangled in the power lines below. Wouldn't she have been electrocuted? He immediately leapt from the balcony and fell towards his wife. We can only speculate as to his reasons. Was he angrily trying to finish the job, or was he remorselessly, oh, remorsefully hoping to rescue her? Like he had a sort of last-minute hero, baby-faced turn. Yeah, maybe. Did he? Well, sorry, he did not accomplish <laughs> either goal. He missed the power lines completely and plunged to his death. The woman managed to swing over to a nearby balcony and was saved. Who the fuck is she, Spider-Man? <coughs> the 18th of May, 1999, Panama City. In a similar story, a Dominican woman exacted her dying revenge on her boyfriend who tossed her off her third-floor balcony by dragging him down with her. Maria Mendez, 32, was killed instantly in the fall. Her boyfriend... Louis Alberto Camargo Sounds like a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, was rushed to a nearby hospital in serious condition. According to neighbours, the confrontation occurred early Tuesday morning after Camargo, 30, discovered Mendez in a local bar. The two returned to their apartment and exchanged harsh words, which cum- culminated in the fateful plunge. Now, reading that last paragraph, I have a little bit of sympathy for him. Uh, he's got the bar, he's had an hard day at work or whatever, slaving away, he's got the bar, she comes in, starts screaming at him in Spanish. We've he's got like, all seventies again. Uh, you know, it's it's like, oh fuck's sake, woman. Mm. He's having a few beers. So goes back home. You know, he, he's obviously drunk at this point, and he's like maybe he just pushes her, doesn't mean to throw her over. And she grabs him, uh, takes him down with her. Well 
you know, I'm just saying Horatio from CSI Miami would have figured this out. <laughs> Look, you're not getting your broadcast journalism badge back. Well, he is King Ginge. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Ben, you want to pick? Yeah, That's um, one. let's scroll up a bit. Let's go over, let's go over one from this year, if there is one. Snapchat Pratt. Oh, I don't like Snapchat, so let's go for that one. <laughs> I don't get the filters. Sounds very modern. I don't see why a girl is more attractive for putting like stupid fucking ears and a dog nose on her head. I do find it, there's actually quite a deep, you see, I get the funny ones that people, I never used to, but now with the kids and stuff, it's fun where it makes them look like a pirate or a yeah, I get gangster that. or I something Yeah, I get that, like that's something fine, yeah. <clears throat> but I actually find it quite troubling, the ones the old adult girls do where it uh, beautifies them basically, smooths out their skin, yeah, yeah. Uh, does their eyes. I find something deeply psychological troubling about that. The fact that that's the image you use of yourself online, but you know it's a fake image. You know it's a like a sort of homogenized, perfected version of you, like sort of screen washed. But people use that as their image, and like so they're scared of their own image, and like it's just weird. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's trying to live up to the <coughs> of society, isn't it? Well, they just do on a fuck as well, don't they? It's, well, some of it could just be... Oh, look at me, look at me online. And then they meet him in real life and they're like, oh, fuck it, I'm here now. Some of it could be vanity as well, but... I get the fun ones, but yeah, I, I do see why it's stupid. It is annoying. Adult, I find women, women more attractive with dog no yes. than he is. Yeah, I know. On adults, women, it's it's kind of silly. Is it children? It should be, but it isn't. By <laughs> Disneyland. <laughs> right. uh, anyway, um, Snapchat Pratt. This is a uh, 2017 Darwin Award winner, so you can assume it's confirmed. Yeah. Uh, 21st, 27th of July 2017, Singapore. In a new twist on Hold My Beer and Watch This, a teen handed Snapchat to a friend and with a whoop of glee, he leapt over a footbridge railing, intending to land dramatically on the parapet below. Unknown to the teen or his filming friend, the seemingly solid shade was a flimsy gypsum board and he crashed right through, falling four floors to his death. Oh, God. <laughs> While his found friend is filming. Who put it on? Didn't help at all, <laughs> just carried on filming. Uh, There's nothing that they could do in that well, instance. So. Um, the Snapchat phenomenon is extending the e-trend of paying inadequate attention to one's physical surroundings, and the act earns a Darwin Award indeed. We are saddened by the death of this young and personable student, but our sadness would do disservice to the seas to be caused to hush up his fatal prank. State coroner Marvin Bay agrees, stating that Mrs. Chow's sad demise should serve as a cautionary tale for individuals who are disposed to off-route in public spaces. Jonathan, you're a winner. Well, I'll give him a, I'll give him a six just for the fact he's being a bit fucking dumb. Imagine watching your mate there who's just like, oh, film this, watch this, I'm just going to jump off this balcony. It'll be cool, man. It'll get so many likes on Facebook. You ready? Have you got it? Am I in frame? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go, go, go. Smash disappears completely, and you're like, huh, where did he? Wait. Oh, wait. And then as you run closer and closer towards the hole and realise that it was a four story fucking drop, and you see he's exploding, that's a massive pizza. Yeah. You know, well, it's off a bridge. It's a footbridge. It's falling onto the road, isn't it? Yeah. So, four but, story and then the, and the little doggy is a nose are trying to vainly oh, locate his face. He's desperately trying to search him for human yeah. face, but it's. Little squares coming up yeah. here. Oh, trying to find locate your face. But it's spread out all over the pavement, yeah. so I can't... Yeah, kind of fuck this guy. A little bit sad that he might... Well, it didn't say promising student, it said personable student. Oh, just so, stop being a fucking prick. There you go. Well, he certainly can't blame anyone else for his uh, yeah. his demise. I, if I was going to perform a stunt, 
would investigate the bit I was Ex going to be landing exactly. on. Exactly. Hmm. Before I committed myself to the performance. But at the same time, why put in a platform that's got no sort of structural integrity? What country was it in? Singapore. Hey. I don't want to cast any aspersions, <laughs> but you've just sort of answered the question. And I well, doubt their health and safety is to the psychotic levels that it is no, in our true, own country. True. Health fact, and fucking safety. I think it's non-existent over there. Um, could we call a quick piss break? We certainly could. Thank you. Yeah. For you. This is the last one we're doing. Oh, my last one, yeah, yeah. that's it then. Okay. Put it there. Put it back up. Oh, oh sorry. Out of my back. I can clean that up. Yeah. In the edit. Right, we love so you, Mr. The last, Edit. Um, because <laughs> me and Ben don't do any work. We do not. We turn up, <laughs> basically get stoned and drunk and say a bunch of, of shit that comes into our brain then Mike has to try and make it sound like that's <laughs> just too fucking re-reason a bar going, I don't know a fucking thing. Tommy Robinson's a cunt. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Cheers, bro. <laughs> We all play our part, That's it. don't we? We We're do. A team. Of course, man. Of course. The boys from the apocalypse. Yeah. Okay, the last one then. Oil tanker trampoline. <laughs> okay, confirmed true. Twenty-fourth of June, two thousand and seven, Colorado. If you cut the rug on an oil tank, be careful not to light a cigarette, else you may soon be climbing the proverbial stairway to heaven. Oh lord. After smoking marijuana hey. and liquoring themselves up at a popular party spot in Route National Forest, uh, a group of teens decided that it would be fun to leap and cavort on an oil tanker. In my, in, in their defence, that's my favourite way to spend the <laughs> Not jumping on an oil tanker, but mixing marijuana. Why is there an, an oil tank in the middle of the forest? What's that for? Why not? Am <laughs> I parked up for the night? I know, yeah, but it doesn't say an oil tanker, it's an oil tank. What, it must have been for something. Maybe to power the jeeps. Or the cabin. It, yeah. Either way, it's confirmed true, so there was an oil tank. We don't know how big the oil tank was, remember? I mean, it could have been like, you know, a couple of oh, people. Oh, something they took it. with them. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, no, it could have been just one of them things. You see, like, it's, you know, you put two people on it. It's sort of six foot long. Okay. Stuck above the ground. It powers the, the cabin, the, the ranges yeah, or something. something like you know, I mean, you know. Know. It's a popular party spot, so there might be something there. Yeah. Yeah, cabins. Okay, sorry. I was okay. just trying to picture it in my head. The energetic gyrations of the dancers <laughs> caused fumes to leak from the relief valve. Oh, no. And there were several ignition sources, according to the sheriff. People were smoking and there was oh, a bonfire God. nearby. Oh. One of these ignition sources sparked a flash dance. Ooh. And the crude oil storage tank exploded, hurling, hurling two men 150 yards to their deaths. Wow, God. 150 yards, that's a fucking, that's a Jesus. fair fucking track. The deceased are identified as Samuel and Christopher, 17 oh. and 19. Well, all I can say is, <laughs> if there was nothing on the tank to, I suppose, I mean the tank would have probably, I'm assuming, have flammable type imagery, warning labels, that type of thing. I mean... Yeah, as well as jumping up and down on it, you don't expect it to sort of then give off noxious, highly flammable fumes, do you? I wouldn't jump up and down on it, I, well, no. Well, it's easy to say now, is it? I've done some. Not when you're smoking. Yeah, you got, that's the other thing. Have you got a bonfire nearby? <laughs> yeah, that's the other one. Lighting the bonfire that close to the to the oil tank is... That's um, something I've been like, hey, guys, maybe we should just go another 100 feet that way. But the whole point of this, what this is um, sort of revealing to me is that, like, I'm not the most educated, intelligent of people, but there's a sort of built-in 
common sense, isn't there, in your own sort of intellect that even things you don't know very much about, you just have a sense of danger, don't you? Do you know they what do, I mean? Am yeah. I talking shit? No, like, no. I mean? like, and they do say, there's a saying, isn't there, when the mm. beer's in, the brain's out. Oh, my God, you just explained 15 years, <laughs> 15 years of my life, mate. <laughs> Do you know what? This is a visual thing for an audio podcast, but do you see my weird fucked up elbow? Yeah. yeah, yeah it is. A customer I was living to asked me about my weird fucked up elbow, and so is the other one I hate to report. Hmm. Um, he's like, the first did... one looks worse than the other one. Yeah, he's like, what did you do? And I had to give the honest answer of, I don't know, my friend. This is all I have to show for basically being drunk for 15 years of my life <laughs> and falling alo- over a lot. I can't specifically remember any of the times I got these giant gouges and scars in my <laughs> elbows and the bits of floating bone that are in that one that are very painful and one day I'll have to get removed. If <laughs> never go to a doctor though, it, no, I'll never go. I'll put up with the pain, Ben, and just <laughs> medicate myself through it. Make yeah, sure, I had to give you an over man. Uh, he thought I was joking, but he's like, nah, come on. I was like, no, that's the honest answer, mate. It's just that one's sort of built up, cut a cut, then cut gets cut, and then and it's very thin skin on your elbow. I fell down a lot. Daddy was a fall down there. <laughs> you know, this, that's the life of being a drug addled lunatic. But now I've turned my life around. Settled down with the missus and her children. I'm a broadcast journalist. Allegedly. Hey, there's no allegedly about my status as a broadcast journalist. You provoke mine. <laughs> yes, because I'm the captain of the broadcast <laughs> oh, journalists. The captain of the broadcast yes, journalists. Shit, are you? Official title. <laughs> captain broadcast journalist. <laughs> wow. Captain of industry. Yeah. All I'm saying is... Revolution! <laughs> that's the measure of a good man, you know... Every good man worth his salt should have at least a decade he can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Is what I tell myself at night. (laughs) In all fairness, guys, I don't remember a lot of my twenties. Exactly. It's uh, I'm I'm sure the alcohol and marijuana um, has nothing to do with it. No. And it's a genetic condition that the three of us just happened to all (laughs) suffer with. All I'm saying is I am smarter than those two fucking idiots who were mm. jumping up and down on an oil tank with lit cigarettes and joints. Yeah. And then were thrown 150 feet through the air to their deaths. Yeah. And thankfully will never reproduce, have removed themselves from the gene pool, and hence the Darwin Award. Thank you, lads. Yeah. I just want to don't you have, like, an innate sense of preservation? I know I do. I think so. Like, so I look at something and go, oh, that's a bit dangerous. And like, how drunk I am, I go, mm, that's a bit dangerous. I don't know. Won't do that. Yeah, but males competing in front of females, it gets a yeah. bit. But even so, I'd have been like, I'd have been there talking to the girls, and then two dickheads were jumping on the thing. <laughs> Look at them two fuckers. I, I have to bl- be honest. That's going to blow, that is. Yeah, but if Anna died, those two were the ones that got laid, not you. Yeah, but I'm taking right. that risk then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, playing the, I'm playing the long game, because then I get to console them once they're dead. <laughs> once the two guys are dead. Console them? No, I'd be like, oh my god, that was horrible. You okay, girls? Come in for a hug. There we go. Sex, I imagine, would be the last thing on their minds after <laughs> witnessing a death. Maybe I'm not a, god. a psychologist <laughs> or a romance maybe, expert. Maybe not that night, but oh, a couple god. of weeks. I'm the, playing maybe, the long game. Maybe, maybe after the funerals, when people <laughs> are statistically more horny after a funeral. <laughs> That's true, that is a psychological thing. You see that death and you feel the need to reproduce. That's why I'd have wank in the churchyard after my hand was buried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I didn't. I Gets didn't. off on the scent of death. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Just uh, a little bit. So, uh, yeah, Darwin Awards, yeah. eh? Yeah. I think that could become a regular 
every now and then yeah. take a little dive into the Darwin Awards yeah. and yeah. discuss some <laughs> utter stupidity of man. Absolutely. God bless him. Can you finish a bit of weird news? Yeah, yeah. weird news for Alex. Australia doesn't exist and people who live there are actors paid by NASA. Flat earthers claim... That's one hell of a fucking budget for NASA though, isn't it? Pay every That's person. a lot of crisis actors. Uh, Who's claiming this? Flat, flat earthers. Oh, for... Why doesn't Australia fit on the flat bit? They keep changing the fucking rules. They're changing the ball game every time. Yeah, this was a tweet. Have you ever been to Australia? <laughs> Australia? I'm going to guarantee you, before you start reading yeah. this, the person who wrote this was an American, and I love our American listeners, mm-hmm. but it's like a ridiculously low, low number of them actually own a passport, and even fewer have ever left the USA. That is a, I don't remember mm-hmm. the official statistics. Or received is... a decent standard of education. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we love you. Neither of... Look, there's plenty fucking morons in England. Don't let the... The ones you see on telly always speak properly and use big words. But don't you let that fool you. The reality listen. of Britain is we are swamped in oh, morons God, yeah. as well. And after listening to this podcast, you'll know that we certainly don't speak posh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was someone's car horn going off outside. I'll just check it's not my vehicle being stolen, dear listener. The, window, oh. the windows are open because it's a really hot day. We don't want to hot box gas again. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll all be relieved to know, listener, that my company vehicle is still safely parked outside. Because <laughs> Mike bomb. lives in a ghetto. I thought it was a bomb alert. Doesn't really, <laughs> Mike doesn't really live in a ghetto. <laughs> It's not that bad. Yeah, it's close. There's worse places. No, I'm joking. There is definitely... It's fucking quiet. It's nice around here. So... What are we on about? Oh yeah, the flat of yeah, people yeah, yeah, in Australia. Yeah. Australia is not real. It's a hoax made for us to believe that Britain moved over their criminals to some place. <laughs> in reality, all these criminals were loaded off the ships into the waters, drowning before they could see land ever again. It's a cover-up for one of the greatest mass murders in history, made by one of the most prominent empires. Australia does not exist. All things you call proof... Quotations. Are, are actually well-fabricated lies and documents made by the leading governments of the world. Your Australian friends, they're all actors and computer-generated personas, part of the plot to trick the world. What is this, fucking Westworld? <laughs> if you ever think you've been to Australia, you're terribly wrong. The plane pilots are all in on this. Oh, f- and have, in all actuality, only flown near to islands close nearby, or in some cases, parts of South America where they had cleared space and hired actors to act out as real Australians. Australia is one of the biggest hoaxes ever created, and you have all been tricked. Join the movement today and make it known that they have been deceived. Can I start with this? (laughs) Seems a lot of fucking effort, doesn't it? (laughs) You're creating computer-generated persona holograms. You're telling me Crocodile Dundee is a fucking hologram? (laughs) Apparently so. Fuck off, I've seen that film loads of times. (laughs) But is a, you've got a, every Australian person you've met, I think I've met a couple, I wouldn't say I've met loads, I've met a couple, usually bar staff, they do tend to be bar staff. Yeah, they're usually backpacking, isn't it? Yeah. Need a bit of money. Um, and it's like, so they've all been holograms or crisis actors. Yeah. I'd imagine that some people are a lot more well-travelled than I am, and they've mm. been to Australia. But no, no, they've just landed in Southeast Asia, and it's been populated by computer-generated white people. Instead of the native yep. Southeast Asian indigenous population. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wouldn't it just be easier just to admit there's an Australia? <laughs> Wouldn't it be easier to admit we just, yeah, we killed a few boats full of criminals? 
you know, and, and remember, boats are expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, criminals. It takes cheap. a lot of time to build mm-hmm. one. There's a substantial investment, and you're just going to put a load of criminals on it. People you don't really care about because you're sending them to some godforsaken part of the earth at the time, mm-hmm. right? Still, we, to be fair, it's. It, it, I, I reckon. I've it. always thought the Outback is like Mad Max Two. I it's thought Mad Max Two was a documentary. Everything rather than can that. kill you. Everything <laughs> yeah. can kill you. Roving gangs of road warriors fighting yeah. over crude oil. Feral children with steel boomerangs. <laughs> That's all true in the outback. He grew up to be Tevez, didn't he? He did. <laughs> Carlos Tevez. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, he did. Didn't what that? Does that you like him? I haven't heard that name in a while. Carlos Tevez, famous Premiership footballer. Yeah. Well, yes. famous footballer, played in the Premiership. Looks surprisingly like the feral kid from Mad Max 2 all grown up. Looks surprisingly like he was smashed in the face with a heavy object. And a weird, a child. weird scar right it's under like his neck. Like someone tried to hang that That's where they reattached the head to his body. <laughs> in the 80s, he's, got in the foot- he's got a great footballing brain. Is that, 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 that boomerang yeah. on it? Is, is that, that boomerang? He's Mr. Catch one day coming across the throat. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everything can kill you in Australia. Yeah. I, would be, I bet the rocks can kill you. Oh, they will if they fall on you, mate. Yeah, definitely. Well, rocks t- I bet they're poisonous, poisonous rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But guys, it doesn't exist, Australia. It doesn't oh, yeah, hologram. Isn't, isn't it just easier to... <laughs> this is going to be... Crocodile Dundee's not fucking hologram. I genuinely think, right, that's got to be, like, just a trolling thing. No one's that dumb, are they? No, I do think a big part of this, we've mentioned this, we've talked about this before, possibly on the last episode, actually. Actually, also, check out our Flat Earth episode. Yeah, the, the idea, a mass part of the Flat Earth stuff online is people who don't believe it trolling us because of how fucking angry it makes right-minded people. Yeah. They're having a laugh, a lot of these people. Unfortunately, a lot of them are not. But I'm, I'm hoping this is a well-written... Fucking hoax because it's. Well, I wouldn't say well written. Well, you know, I mean, it's well designed. It's quite funny. Yeah. What can we say that will send people absolutely fucking, you know? Because if they fucking believe that, they want, they want that. They want to. They they, they need need a Darwin Award. (laughs) They need to be sterilised or killed. (laughs) That's a bit harsh. No wait. No, they (laughs) they need a shotgun to the back of the head. Or the or the face. They want. They should see it. What about a Mozambique triple tap? Uh, (laughs) Yep. Or. Take it up into one of those, um, well, just put on the shuttle and dumped into space so that... You they know, can see the yeah. Earth is round before just they're before they into the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. There you go. That's what should happen to the Flat Earth Society. I, for one, have never been there, but I'm willing to stake my reputation on this as a broadcast <laughs> journalist. <laughs> Playing that card a lot tonight, guys. <laughs> well, I've done a lot of journalism this week. You've watched then. Ancient Aliens. <laughs> and read David Icke. Didn't qualify as a broadcast journalist. And I watched the Pyramid Code or fucking six. Oh, episodes. the Pyramid Code. Oh. You haven't seen. You didn't do it. It's a biased documentary from the start. Then I not, bet you. I bet you there is not one single bit of that where some bloke goes, "Yeah, built four thousand years ago by a load of skilled artisans and fucked on the slaves." No, there's. I'll guarantee you, not one country. person in that documentary provided a biased view. In there's that, there's too much evidence of the country. And unlike you, Ben. A lot of the people in the fucking documentary were they've willing got, to say... No, they don't like, know no, the like me, Gaz, they've got no science qualifications. Oh, fuck you. Do you know what? You're a shill. You're a pyramid shill. You're a fucking employee of the Egyptian government. Oh, am I? Yes. <laughs> but where's the fucking money? You've just bought a house, haven't you? No, I was given a house. <laughs> oh, la di da. Management scum. Given a house. Given a house. Illuminati. Given a house. The yeah, house is sold out. It's all, it's all I've got now. Mike, I know you've been friends with him for many, many years. It's all I've got. I've been blinded by our friendship. 
Look. He is reptile Illuminati oh, uh, blue blood. One of the, the I will argue the blue protected blood. bloodlines. You look a bit scaly. <laughs> yeah, you're a bit serpent like. <laughs> so he's moving up the corporate ladder. He's very on the slowly. Property ladder. Very slowly. Oh I'm on the property ladder because in this country, under the Tory government, if someone, if your parents own their house. Okay. They have to and they have to go into a care home. They mm. have to sell that house mm. to pay for it. My okay. dad, being a, I wouldn't say academically clever man, but certainly switched on, went, hmm. If I have to go into a home, I worked all these fucking years in this house. I'll sign it over to my son, who's going to have it anyway after I die. So he you gets out to pay. So he gets out to pay, selling the house which he worked all them fucking years. That's a cover story, mate. He's given to me. Oh right. I'll, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've never what, seen I'm his gonna... pupils sort of dilating between slips. Like <laughs> when we talk about certain subjects, another thing is I've got a forked tongue next. <laughs> well, <laughs> there is. <laughs> you did work your way up the management ladder somehow. I'm sure that's your forked tongue came in useful in those broom tongues. The gift of blowjobs. I, I also do. I do admit I've got barbed penis. Well, <laughs> that's why you the ladies love the it. Cat get on <laughs> the ladies love it. Well, so yeah, Australia's real and Ben's a reptile. It's a, uh, it's a dragon cock. <laughs> Speaking of giant cocks, oh wow, super fleas with giant penises to invade UK homes. See how I'm doing segues that even realise the gas. That's broadcasting, my friend. Because you've got special powers from your Illuminati bloodline. <laughs> And all the sacrifices you have attended. Just as I shot that kid at paintball in the week. Broadcast journalism, Ben, at its best. I'm putting, attaching the dots that other people won't. Giorgio, St. Giorgio, yeah. doesn't have an archaeology degree, yes. He has a degree in physical fucking fitness. He's no more qualified to talk about archaeology than I am. Yeah, he is. He's got a degree. Which is in a completely different thing. It doesn't fucking matter. It's, it's, it's he's in studied it's at a certain it's level physical, to prove his academic... It's in physical uh, fitness and nutrition. He's a fucking gym essays. trainer. He's a gym trainer. He's a fucking essay. personal trainer at a gym. Have you been to the pyramids? Well, no. probably. Have you? You're an employee of... Um, <laughs> yes. Of yeah, we could just see many a sacrifice around the pyramids. <laughs> I have done the research. <laughs> you watch the History Channel and Netflix. That's hardly a fucking research. Just because I didn't make notes doesn't mean it's not research. It is. Of course it's research. It's a biased research. Pyramids are older than we're told. No. Tesla Towers, Tesla Towers. All right, we'll you'll be telling me Princess Diana. You'll be telling me Princess Diana was killed next. Oh, we're not just doing a pyramid episode, Mike. We're going to do a 12 part pyramid oh, fuck's epic. Sake. We're going to literally sit no, here and decode each hieroglyphic. Oh, so I've got to get a fucking copy of the Rosetta page. Stone. Yes, page by page, painstakingly. I'm joking. Should we finish the. the Found by Napoleon. So, yeah, back to the fleas with massive dicks. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! We really shouldn't have the windows open when we record. If anybody walks past, I just well, say, pretty high off the fucking, pretty high off the fucking passive anyway. Yeah, well, um, yeah, you're getting free drugs, you ungrateful bastard. Speaking what else of which, do you want? <laughs> anyone got one on the go? No, oh, I'll make one. Right, read me the my massive cock flea story. <laughs> Billions of super fleas with giant penises are set to invade UK homes and offices. Breeding conditions for the pests are ideal, following recent hot and humid weather which had spawned violent thunderstorms. Nice. 
Where do the massive cocks come in? Well, There's been a surge in numbers of an Uber flea where the male has a penis two and a half times bigger than its body. Does that mean I'm an Uber flea? It's the biggest penis relative to size on the planet. It means you're a liar, Ben, and your broadcast <laughs> journalism can't be trusted. <laughs> Twice as fucking long as their body. Ah, Jesus. So I imagine the female flea is of a similar size bodied to the male flea. Yeah. Um, I maybe they're just putting the tip in, like a mandingo. <laughs> <laughs> Do the mandingo, just to put the tip in, just put the tip in me, Galileo. <laughs> Galileo, big old Actually, <laughs> That's on not that. just a table. <laughs> slightly on that subject, there was a trailer when I was at the cinema yesterday for oh. the Freddie Mercury biopic. Yeah, it looks good, doesn't it? Which actually looks really good. Mm. He's got, yeah. seems to have got the, the, certainly the voice and the mannerisms down to a T, which yeah. I was quite, then that was a three minute trailer, so we'll That's see. Good. But I was impressed. I was impressed, so yeah. Soon. I like Queen, they're great. Me Freddie too. was fucking awesome. So, fleas with cocks. That's it, really. <laughs> fleas but with giant penises are invading UK homes. But how do we get rid of them? What do we have to do? Well, the normal way you get fleas. Hoover. What's that machine? Wash doing? bedding. Ah. But if they're dog fleas, and it says there, oh, yeah. you, dog fleas don't transfer to humans? No. Only cat fleas do? They do, yeah. So I have a dog. Don't want them fleas on me. A dog with a saddle. Tactical yeah. harness, guys. It's a saddle. Tactical harness. <laughs> but there we go. Billions of giant cocked fleas. Wow. <laughs> That's it, really. <laughs> Would you like to hear an interesting... I, I know an interesting fact about uh, fleas and lice. You know where the phrase chatting comes from? No. Nope. Chatting, having a chat. Mm. Comes in the First World War, when um, a lot of the guys in the trenches had lice and fleas in their uniforms, and they would take off their uniforms and sit there, and they would systematically crush the eggs that had built up in the seams, mm-hmm. and they would have they would speak while they're doing it, they sat there doing it, and that's where chatting comes from, that's where <coughs> chatting. Having a chat. Having Fantastic. a chat. Wow. Look at that, listener. I'll give Ben half of his badge back. <laughs> that was an actual factoid. Not that the stuff I said about the pyramids isn't actual factoid. It isn't an actual factoid. Because it is. Ben doesn't know. He wasn't there. It's not an actual factoid. Fucking shell. <laughs> you know I could just turn your microphone back. <laughs> you could do. Right. Last bit of news. Yeah. Meet Henry. Oh, for fuck's sake. The robot with superhuman sexual prowess. Hoping to titillate women. Well, they need to get rid of that fucking white stripe off his head. Sex bot creators Real Botics <laughs> are hoping to stimulate the female market with its latest offering. A 5 foot 11, that's my height, male sex bot <laughs> called Henry, who promises not only superhuman sexual preference, but also loving companionship. Oh, that's they modded on me. What if the robot goes a bit wrong? I mean, if, it's on top, if you're a woman, it's on top of you. Mm. just keeps pile driving. Jesus <laughs> Christ, yeah, it just fucking pumps you to death one day. Henry will be programmed to listen to you talk about your day, remembers oh, your hopes and fears, and cuddle you. Aww. That's it, we're fucking obsolete, boys. Yeah, but if That's you're it. not an absolute fucking horrific ho-beast from hell with breath like the anus of Satan, you should be able to find a human male that would do those things for you. But you could argue the same about the men, wouldn't you? If you're yeah, like but no, 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 dude. It is so much easier. We all know this for a woman. Any woman can get a man, no matter what's wrong with it. Any woman can leave the house and get a man that day if she wants to. We're that easy to get. But we, as men, we can't do that. 
We have to put in work and effort and time to win over a woman. A woman can just walk out, look at a man, click her fingers, even if half her face is hanging up. <laughs> and she smells like a giraffe's armpit, right? As long as she's got a clean vag. It doesn't even have to be clean for some people. Just a badge. Uh, anyway, this is all a bit 70s. When you say some people, are you, are you referring to yourself? Fuck or? you, you see my girlfriend, she's lovely. Not, not that one, not a bit there, one. No, no, we don't talk about the past. <laughs> you did say that you We don't um, talk about the past. You know. The what now? Who? Had some um, interesting Where? encounters. No, I haven't. <laughs> Who are we? Uh, you mentioned it on the show before. You mentioned it before. Can you finish the story, Mike? Uh, <laughs> Henry is due to go on sale next year in a retail price of between eleven and fifteen thousand dollars, depending on optional extras. <coughs> His silicon body, which weighs only six stone, is anatomically correct, and his manhood can be made to order. Prospective love interest can then interact with Henry through an app by which you will crack jokes, recite poetry, oh and whisper sweet nothings in your ear. He sounds like me. <laughs> he's a dreamboat. Apart from the fact he's anatomically correct. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you'd noticed my abnormally long penis. <laughs> That's one way to put it. I try and keep it hidden, although I am wearing shorts today. We're all in shorts today, hey. right? fucking roasting. What an image for you, listener. <laughs> Us three sexy, well, two broadcast journalists. Oh, <laughs> two and a half broadcast okay, journalists. Okay, yeah, I did give it up the badge. Uh, <laughs> the company also offers 13 different kinds of pubic hair. <laughs> Are there that many types? Apparently. Wow. And dozens of nipples, including replicas of porn star Stormy Daniels' breasts for its sex box. Well, not Henry, obviously, unless, you, unless you're into some uh, ladyboy yeah. lady kink going. Fucking hell, Stormy Daniels keeps popping up on the adverts on the I haven't seen porn one. sites I, I may or may not. Man, it fucks my head up, because all I can think is, Trump's fucked that. And then you're thinking killer. about Trump fucking something. It's really, it's like, ah! Mm. And it's an advert before the porn, and we all know why we're watching the porn, and I don't want Trump in there before I'm about to do what I want to do. I don't want to think of the orange sex clone before I fucking, orange murder clone, even before I fucking ejaculate. He's ruining everything. He's ruining masturbation. This is, I've just fucking thought of something. Okay. You know sex magic? I'm aware of it. Yeah? That's why I have a lovely girlfriend. That's it. Right? They're putting that image of Trump into your head as you're about to wank... Oh, sex magic. That's why he's in power. To keep, that's why to he's fucking him, keep going. Soon he'll be president of the centralized world government, that's which it. is coming as predicted by Saint Ike. Um, again, <laughs> I've been doing the hard work, Ben. The hard lifting. Yeah, I'm sure you've been doing the hard work. I know. Hey, born, yeah. I know it's taken me nearly a year to read this book. That's because <laughs> of my attention span and the fact that I read two pages at a time while smoking out the back, and I'm like, fuck, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get there, and at the end of next year, end of year two, when I've actually finished the book, we're going to have a full episode on David Icke's 500-page explanation of the reptile conspiracy. But if it's taken you two years, yes. right, it'll probably take me, because I, I read a lot, so it'll probably take me about six months. Okay. It'll take Mike five years. Probably. Probably I'm longer than that. Ten years. I've read my books before now, and it's taken him three years to read it. Well, what chance has he got with Ike? It's... It's dense, is all I'm going to say, because it's such mind-blowing information, Ben. I get the feeling I'm going to read about a quarter of the book and go, my God, he's just talking bollocks and put the book down. You have no way of proving that. <laughs> I do, because he's using anecdotal evidence. 
Would you like me to buy you a sex robot to try and bring it back to the... As long as it's not Henry. Do you want me to buy you Henry? <laughs> no, I don't think it might be Henry, no. Will that make your life complete? No, I don't want Henry. You just give me a... He'll read you reggae poetry. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, sweet uh, Satan. I no, think I John. just invented a new thing. You think it? <laughs> reggae poetry. Mm, I like it. Let's not go into it. Anyway, next news article. <laughs> Bit of... How oh, I love thee, let me count the ways. Oh, <laughs> I'll do the sonnets of Shakespeare, but in reggae style, record it. It'll be like a 12-album volume of CDs, and I'll give that to you for Christmas. And I will burn them. Oh, <laughs> what an ungrateful man. What a wasted effort that will be. You reptile shill. <laughs> 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 I'm only jealous, Ben. I wish I was a manager. I'd love to tell people what to do in order to placate my own pathetic ego. <laughs> With all the ego gas, no matter how pathetic. Speaking of egos, <laughs> here we go. Never go full, Alex. Yay! The best game show on the internet, if I do say so myself. Who wants to go for the explanation this week? Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? Um, well, basically, we listened to um, some stuff. My oh god, it's that guy. Again. <laughs> it's Ben's just seen on what's on the screen. Um, it's Jesse Lee Peterson again. Don't say anything. You've said I'm enough about so- him. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, Jesse Lee Peterson. I'm presuming he's a right wing. Right wing. Explain the game show. Uh, all right. Okay. The game yeah. show is that we will play you two clips of someone, some people, Mike has found on the net, <laughs> and then we'll play you a clip of Alex Jones, and we'll see who is the more insane. Well, who's spout, spouting the most insanity this week? And the point is, we want to point out these people's insanity because all responsible members of society should know you never go full Alex. No. You can look into these things and do a bit of broadcast journalism, like moi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're I pushing. said moi. You're going to turn up next week with a little badge. I, I am. Not next week, because I'm going to download the week after. <laughs> <laughs> Play the fucking clips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Lee Peterson, who says that Satan is your father. Mm. Well, I know that already. If you don't support Trump. Yeah. Satan gets a better bit then. He does yeah. Let me go quickly back to a first time call out of Michigan. Eli. Eli, go ahead. Yeah, so I just wanted to continue by saying you always make the point that this is a spiritual battle. Yes. Good versus evil, right versus wrong. And if that is so, shouldn't we have a president who operates and conducts himself and enacts policy according to the Bible? Well, he is doing things according to the Bible by putting the family first, making sure we're safe, making sure we can earn a living, making sure that we are not overtaken by illegals and other people who want to kill us, like Allah Akbar folks. And, and then making friends with our friends around the country and dealing with our enemies. And then these, uh, 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 these other things, you know, we personally got to deal with, but he'll get involved, don't worry. Did you vote for him, Eli? I did not. And did you vote for Hillary? I actually wasn't old enough to vote. I'm only 18. Oh, and so if you have been able to vote, would you have voted for the Great White Hope? No. You would not have voted for him, and why not? Because I don't really agree with anything that he stands for. So then why are you so concerned about how we see him then? 
I just wanted to check if you were being consistent because I don't feel like you are. Why is that important to you? Someone will, who not will not vote for a good man, period. Why is that so important to you? I would vote for a good Because man. if you won't vote for a man like President Trump, then everything about your life is inconsistent. Because but you are in a fallen, you are in a fallen, you are in a fallen state, and Satan is your father. So your whole life is inconsistent. Wow. <laughs> Once again, he just does what he does usually and talks over their opponents, talks over his caller, and then says, "Ah, you're you're a beta male, or you're yeah. a child of Satan." Someone challenges him. Typical sort of bully response, yeah. isn't it? Um, oh, well, well, you're inconsistent. Actually, your whole life is inconsistent. Oh, and by the way, Satan's your fucking dad. <laughs> Unless you vote Trump, then magically Satan ceases being your father mm. and your yeah. actual biological father somehow gets his father rights back. I, they keep changing the rules on how all this fucking stuff works, the magic and the demons. <laughs> there was some bloke saying at the start of the show that demons are on... What, they're hanging around in the hinges of aeroplanes? No, they're just on aeroplanes. The, the people he was speaking to weren't interested in hearing his particular brand of bullshit Christianity, mm. so they told him to shut the fuck up, so therefore they're a demon. In his mind. I think I genuinely think these people are just mentally ill. Of course they've they are. They've taken... And, you know, religion's got some good points. I'm not a believer, but, you know, be nice to one another. Help your fellow man. Be excellent to one another. Help your fellow man. Give to the poor. These are mm -hmm. good ideals. I'll guarantee you that fucker's a millionaire, and I'll guarantee. And he takes money off the people who can barely afford to fucking give. I don't know. What I mean, I've seen, I've seen like emails from churches saying, "Oh, by the way, you never give you ten percent tithe this year, so you can't come anymore." <laughs> no. So, and then I, well, I've been off. I, I've had cancer. Mm -hmm. I've been off work. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on like sick pay. And they'll say, "Well, God oh, gave you a chance to get out yeah, of this." God and... gave you a chance to get out of it. Fuck you. We want our money. What? If there was a Jesus, I'm pretty sure that he wouldn't be saying that. Remember, he'd be he wouldn't his be private jet, donkey. wouldn't he? Yeah, he'd be <laughs> in his private jet, flying around doing cocaine off hookers' tits. Yeah. <laughs> what I want to know, this guy, this Jesse Lee Peterson, where does he broadcast? Just on the internet? Or did, did, nobody puts this man on the actual radio. Do Not they? with a fucking he, face he and voice speak. like that. Did you hear him trying to say Alu Akbar? Yeah. Alan Slackbar, I think you'll find his guys. <laughs> Finest butty van on the on the M54. Well, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Alan Slackbar. I'm going to start a fucking buddy band. What I apologise I hate what I turned into. <laughs> I hate the world today. It used to be okay to make buddy voices. Anyway, he's... Hey guys, I'm, I've got to, I'll bring it next week, but I bought a, mm. um, a Bluetooth speaker okay. off uh, Wish.com, so everything comes from the Far East. Right. Uh, it takes You get it dirt cheap, Yeah. but it takes like two weeks to get to you. Okay. Right. This speaker's worth like 100 quid, got it for 12 quid. Fair right. enough. And it's got the worst. It sounds like one of your impressions telling me that the Bluetooth connection is established. He goes, the, the Bluetooth connection has been successful. <laughs> and it's like, it is the worst Asian English accent in the fucking world. Why don't you just get the fucking Stephen Hawking voice? You know? Get the fucking computer simulated voice to do it. Not get Yi Tong at exactly, the fucking office to do exactly it. Exactly, he was the only one in the company who spoke any English. Get Yi Tong from account. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Your Bluetooth device. Your Bluetooth device has successfully been connected. And you're like. Jeez, I mean it's a great speaker. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> but you're like. 
Dude, just fucking saw the voice out on it. We really are the Bernard Manning of Dude, that's not even a joke. That is the truth. And I will bring, next time we're here, because next week I'm a download, next time we're here, I will bring the speaker in, I'll connect my Play phone it to it, it and, and you'll see. Okay. Right? I and then that proves I'm not a racist. No, it proves you still are. <laughs> not a racist, though. I just like doing impressions. <laughs> The world's racist, not me, Ben. The world has changed, not me. So, so what do we think about this guy? Back then? to the game show. Well, should we hear Alex first? Yeah. yeah. I think he's mentally ill. What is he essentially <laughs> saying? If you don't vote Trump, Satan's your father in your entire Which life. Which he is already. Well, there you go. So what's Mr. Jones Alex saying? Alex Jones explains how demons possess you using television. Okay. Well, by judging by the headline, Alex has won this already. Okay. And I, I, it's like some type of interdimensional blight or, or succubus has like attached itself to the edge of people. And it's like either they're demon possessed or they aren't. And that's what it is. I've talked to a lot of top psychologists, a lot of top PhDs or even atheists. And they said, listen, you study enough, you look enough, you get into situations enough, you'll run into people that are clearly possessed and who even know information about you, you've never told them, and they're not guessing. Something else is coming through them. And folks, that's what this is. I don't care if the media makes fun of me, I don't, I don't care what they say, whatever. I'm telling you, folks, I look out at the crowds, I see the people, they are possessed by something. I don't know what it is, you know, most of the planet believes in, 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 in demons and possession for a reason. In fact, every culture does. Because it's, it's, it's not them, something's coming in. Something's been overlaid, and it's a sickness, and it's spreading, and the television is the vector. It's how they're getting through at people. It's a mind trick. They put them into a subconscious hypnosis. They admit that through the television flicker rate, through the lights, all of it, and then they superimpose something until they get your free will through, through, through incrementalism to turn yourself over to it, and then it's like a intergalactic virus that then causes the individual to shut down, become a poisonous creature who begins attacking everything around them. It's, it's, it's a wavelength. It, it's, it's, it's Alex Jones. Was that music on the video? Yeah. Strange how Christian's amused. Strange how the rock and roll kicked in as uh, he was talking about the television. I, I think it was Muse. I don't know um, it was, but yeah. I slightly so, agree with, I think the television is dangerous for people, but I don't think it's, um, magically mind reigned away your free will. I do think it informs your opinions and beliefs, but that's just the nature of, you know, we talked about Facebook doing it earlier. So he thinks sort of like a sci-fi movie, the TV, the idiot box is literally beaming mind control rays. Oh shit, like Batman Forever? Yes, yes, that's it. Where the Riddler puts them boxes <coughs> yeah. on the TV, goes straight in your brain. Yeah. God, that's yeah. a bad film, isn't it? It's a guilty pleasure. It's shit. I think Tommy Lee Jones is quite good in it. I think Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is very good. Really, I don't think Val Kilmer is horrific as Batman. It's not. It's not the worst Batman. No, it's definitely not. George Clooney is the worst Batman. Let's face it. That was bad. The fucking back credit card and the fucking tapping your heels and fucking an ice skate coming out of your fucking boots. That's bad. Batman had nipples. And what they did to Bane. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that was bad. So moving on, right? What I, we felt, I felt sorry for Arnie because everything he said in that film was a pun. Yeah, I used to see you. You should have been too sorry for him because I think he was paid an, an, an ungodly oh, amount. Yeah, of he was. To, yeah, to star in that. Yeah. So let's finish the game show. Who's just, the most? I just want to say one thing. Okay, so right. Alex is saying mm -hmm. that demons are possessing you through TV mm -hmm. while appearing on TV. Mm -hmm. 
Well, internet TV, I guess. Well, even so. Yeah. But yeah, the irony is not lost. That yeah. Uh, yeah, he is visually talking about this. And the other guy says that Satan is your father if you don't support Trump. At least Alex is offering some sort of explanation as to how the demons possess you. It's the television. Intergalactic virus? Yeah, the other yeah. guy wasn't very specific. He was just like, Ah, you don't vote for the Trump and Satan is your father. Uh, and he yeah. sounds like Mike Tyson in my impression. But, uh, <laughs> he's offering no explanations, any practical means for how this is possible. No. Alex is giving us... He spoke to a lot uh, of top people. Yeah. Who, he, was, who refuses the source. I, I, Isn't going further into your delusion, <coughs> though, make you more delusional? I think that Possibly. the first guy's more delusional and Alex is a crisis actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. I think first guy gets it. Because he's genuinely delusional. I didn't vote for Trump. He's just like, you know, if you don't vote for Trump, then Satan's your father. That's it. There's, there's nothing else. There's no, nothing else in his mind. So everyone That's else, what you are. Any, in, everyone else. In every country. Yeah, everyone outside thinks that, of the US. Everyone that thinks that Trump is a cock. No, Satan who didn't vote father. for him, Ben. Who didn't vote for him. So anyone outside the US, because Satan cares about uh, inter-country politics. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, who's yeah. in charge of which Well, country. no doubt he does. Uh, He's got a lot on his plate. So every member of every other country outside the States who didn't vote, we're all sons of Satan. Well, I am already. Well, yeah, we know that. Um, which is why you're smouldering right now, but not yeah. in a sort of handsome Hollywood <laughs> star kind of way. No, no I'm taking the of, first answer. No, I'm, I could uh, smell sulfur. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm picking up on that. Uh, that's but I was worried about he's that. He's a direct descendant of Hillary Clinton. Oh, well, Alex told me she smells of sulfur too, so that's oh. I'm just doing the journalism again. But I loved Obama's response to that, and we haven't mentioned it before, where he yeah. just kind of sniffed himself and went, seriously, people? <laughs> and it's like, that is the last intelligent man. Yeah. I'm not saying that Obama was a saint. No. But he is an intelligent guy. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's almost exasperation mm-hmm. with the people that are believing that is, that's a gentle dig at him, but really, yeah, he's probably mean? thinking... You people are fucking morons. Uh-huh. Well, he probably thinks well, that. Yeah, well, yeah, they're fucking in Trump. He does think that, but he can't say that because he was yeah, president exactly. at the time. How could you not see Trump as a charlatan? Because you're the son of Satan. No, no, no. You're all right if you're voting for him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, well, I'm saying, why can't you see it? Oh, you, you can't. Go to certainly. Hell. You can't pronounce him as the fucking, the great white hope. And that's a black man saying that. It's just got to be years of brainwashing, hasn't it? And you're no like, for it. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's such a Christian. What? Multiple divorces. Yeah. Fucking, you know, various shady deals. The, the sexism, the racism. I'm Jesus wasn't bet. about that. I'm willing to bet that Donald Trump, back in the day when he was like a building tycoon and stuff, I guarantee late night one, one night when there was some deal going down, a dispute between the trade union because he hadn't paid anybody, he pushed somebody into wet concrete. I'd agree with that. You know, yeah, I'd go with that bit of land. But he got someone to do it for. That's what I mean. Yeah, he got someone to I was my, I was miming someone shoving Donald Trump in. He was so excited at the prospect. He thought of murdering someone. His satanic reptilian nature. I have never pushed anyone into wet concrete. I bet Donald Trump has though. Is all I'm saying. Allegedly. So no, yeah. he just wants to do it for him. He wouldn't get his hands. He wouldn't get his little hands his dirty. Little, would he? His little T Rex hands dirty. Yeah, yeah. So should we wrap this up? So does anyone agree with me? I think first. I, guy, I think first guy is purely yeah. more delusional. What are you saying, Mike? I would have gone uh, Alex, but okay. So he wins it. Yeah. I think that's his first win in three. 
Jesse Lee Peterson because we've featured him a few times now. I think. I think the previous couple of times we just said he's a moron. He doesn't really care. <laughs> I, I may have dropped may an have used a different word than moron. But anyway. Which Mike's already dropped tonight, so I, I feel quite good about it. Look, we are men of a certain age, from a certain time, and you know, we're bound to just... S- things slip out. Yeah, you know. Like so. my barbed penis. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, I think we should say goodnight. Right, well, um, I've been Ben, and I'm going to say uh, don't drink the flavour aid. Don't join a call. I'm going to say, I've been Gaz. Sorry I've coughed all the way through. If you've got headphones on, I'll be better next week. Sorry. Uh, free Biff Tannen. Goodbye. He's got AIDS. <laughs> it's not AIDS. It's just a flu. A cold. It might be AIDS. Mike, say goodbye. I've been Mike. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Peace out. Good night.